I just learned, you know, got a new saying now. So whenever you got to say something about the Google chat, I just say, hey, it's above me now. So. <laughs> it's obviously above me now. I don't know what's happening. But um, hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to a new episode of FNL Radio. Everybody, I do thank you all for tuning in, people. It's your boy, Doc, and got Monique on the other end as well. Hey, all my loves out there. How's everybody doing tonight? Yes, everybody. So we um definitely have um a great show planned for you all tonight, everybody. Um, I was trying to find like a little song because I know sometimes I have a little song for you all to play at the beginning of the show and stuff like this. So if you want to talk about them anyways, I'm going to throw you all back a little bit. Y'all may not know. I'm going to see if y'all remember this real quick. Once upon a time, they actually were cool. They hate each other back in the day. What was that? Is that Jay? No direction. Oh. Oh, I do. That's right. I beg you to remove that song. Yeah, it was like the only hit. to a um, situation on the last episode of the season finale of the Braxton Family's Values, everybody, that we're going to talk about later in the show. So I guess that's when, you know, Tracy was uh, had an option either to A, sign the contract, or B, abort baby Kevin Jr. And she chose option, you know, she chose to go ahead with the baby and she didn't sign the contract. So she um, still harboring all these whole, old feelings from 25 years ago. So Yeah, we're going to get into it, um, <clears throat> you know, later in the show during our Talk That TV Talk segment. And I also liked that I wanted to rename it, but I didn't know if I had permission to do so. Uh, but I wanted to rename it to What We're Watching. I okay. That, I think that has a cute little ring to it. Yeah, What We're Watching. Okay. Not permission now. Okay. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Again, people, thank you all for tuning in to our show. And thank you for watch, uh, listening to us all the time. People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all your uh, Google Play podcasts, one of these platform of choice for whatever reason still, because um, you should start learning from these people that got these Google checks that um, struggling out here in these streets. We're not going to name no names here on the show, but y'all can see they a little ashy and, um, you know, charging them money for rent parties and stuff. So, you know. Not... Excuses, excuses, excuses. <laughs> Any excuse not to pay me what you owe me. <laughs> Shout out to Genuine and Nas. But, um, so, we... <laughs> Now she's trying to like she 50 cent everybody. First she has like Monique, the comedian now she has like 50 cent trying to say you owe me money, owe me this, owe me that. Owe me that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so um Maybe also Snoop Dogg are offer to pay you and pay me my money in your uh place. 
<laughs> Look, dude, pay her in doggy biscuits if you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also later in the show, people do have a special interview with um, um, Santia Bradley. Santia Bradley. Goodness, my see Monique messed my whole train of thought because of the, she's trying to talk about these damn Google chats. Um, but she out here having grab balls and stuff. But um, so. <laughs> So, uh, Monique, how's your week been? <laughs> well, it's always good till I get on this show. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been cool. It's been cool. Can't complain one little bit. Um, <clears throat> pretty much, I worked pretty much seven days a week this week. I worked yesterday and I worked today trying to um, kind of get my social workers kind of trained and getting some documentation caught up and things like that. Um Again, can't complain one little bit. Well, I can't say I worked six days a week because I was actually off Thursday. Thursday, um, my husband and I, we went to Jaden's school for field day. I have to say field day has has really, really changed. Um, You know, when I was in school many, many moons ago, field day was pretty much all day. So we started about 9.30 in the morning and school let out about 3.15. So we were outside, you know, in the field playing the different games and things like that. We were outside from about 9.30 till about 2.30. Jaden's field, they started at 9 o'clock, and it was done and over with by 11.15. And I'm like, say what? Say huh? So <laughs> I'm like, the kids, you know, they don't even get a chance to be kids anymore. So it wasn't like it was hot outside because the sun wasn't even out that day. I could see, you know, if they said, okay, well, let the kids come in early. It's too hot for them to be out there. Um, they didn't even play tug of war. I was telling Jaden, I was like, you know, when I was growing up and I was in school, you know, to, to, to end all field days, you always play tug of war at the end. And so, um, we played against the neighborhoods. So, you know, it was the Nusa Park posse against the Woodstown posse. Nusa Park mm-hmm. and Woodstown were the two big projects in, in bad news. Do y'all um, bring a gun to the field days and shit too, man? Excuse me? Y'all bring a guns to field day? Okay. <laughs> You know, I was on, I was on the Nusa Park Posse. So, you know, I pulled for the Nusa Park Posse. It was Nusa Park against Woodstone. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> again, you know, just, it was, they were uh, asking the kids every two seconds and they wanted a drink of water. You know, we had to um, donate bottled water and everything. And I'm like, okay, it's not that hot outside. So, <laughs> at any rate, <clears throat> like I said, I'm like, okay, why are we even here? Because <laughs> it lasted <laughs> two hours. So, you know, that was pretty much, you know, the extent of my week. That was like the major eventful thing I did all this week. Like I said, I worked yesterday and today. And that was that was really about it. So can't complain one little bit. Um, counting down, you know, my birthday is on June 22nd. So that is what? Mm-hmm. Next Saturday after next. Yeah. And this is my last hurrah in my 30s. So I'm excited about that. You had um, your um- Playlist together for I, um, I am. I'm getting my playlist together right now, and okay. um, you know, just got some things planned um on Saturday on that day on my birthday. So um, you guys know, last year was very um bittersweet um for mm-hmm. my birthday. My mother had just passed away on June the thirteenth, and um, we actually had her viewing in her wake 
on my birthday, which was June 22nd. And then her funeral was the day after my birthday, June 23rd. Um, and then her birthday was that following Tuesday, June the 26th. So, um, you know, I'm in a much better place this year. So I have some things lined up, some things planned. So I'm just kind of counting down and kicking off to my last hurrah in my 30s. And, and that's really about it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, still waiting on these Google checks. That shit ain't changed. Not one bit. <laughs> but um, other than that, Speaking I don't have anything change. to complain about. I can give you some change. If you need some change, okay. that's all you got to say. Okay, I got quarters over here. But, um... <laughs> <clears throat> But, you don't but, you don't want this work with me. Look, I don't want no Newport News work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want I want my life. So, you know, I I don't want to be on the next one on the news again. Shout out to Wawa and whatnot. But um so yeah, my week has been pretty good, everyone. Um just been, you know, working and stuff like that, you know, securing these interviews and stuff, everybody. I'm still waiting on some um well, we have one interview that is coming up, everybody. I'm gonna uh, announce it in the middle of the week we actually have two interviews coming up because i've also secured an interview myself oh yeah um i didn't tell well i I just forgot when i talked to you yesterday but um you guys know that um i've been promoting the herbalife brand we're not going to be um interviewing anybody (laughs) from herbalife but um on saturdays we have a boot camp class typically um every saturday every other saturday so um, the young lady um, that actually conducts the boot camp class, um, Lanaya Jones, um, she is the founder and she and she also has a co-founder with her of DNA Flex, uh, which is a fitness, um, you know, they have their own fitness, it's a fitness group or whatever. So um, I talked to her yesterday about, you know, securing an interview with her. She says that she would love, love, love to do that. So we're going to be interviewing her um, in the near future as well. I just, you know, didn't get a chance to tell you yesterday. Once again, I didn't know if I had permission to be secured no interviews outside of FNL Radio. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, now. So I... <laughs> So yeah, um, but yeah, um, like I said, I'm gonna announce the interview in the middle of the week, everybody, um, of who we're gonna be having on the show very soon. People, uh, very major. Um, but in the meantime, also everyone, um, on this uh, Saturday coming up on June fifteenth, is that the fifteenth, everybody? Um, Let me see. Yeah, the fifteenth, June fifteenth, because day before Father's Day, everybody. Uh, happy early Father's Day to everybody. Uh, including you, Trey Songs, and to all the Trey Songs fans out there, I'm sorry that he's going to be a father this year, everybody. But it is what it is. But um, so yeah, that um, June 15th on Saturday at 6 p.m. at the. Let me get this um together, everybody, because I know sometimes I might forget um <clears throat> a, a name or two and whatnot. But at the, I just had it up here, people. All right, that the Bay Robinson Theater and Fine Arts Center on June fifteenth is going to be the stage play Love Sex and Marriage. Everybody, so y'all know we've been promoting it. Um, we did the interview a while ago, everybody. So if y'all want to listen to the interview and get a feel for what the play is about, and everybody with the um, creator, the producer, and director Trey Floyd, um, Rico, and then also um, Larry, we had the interview with them, and it was really good. So again, people, if y'all want to check out that play or check out the um, the interview is on our channel, people. So make sure you you know let's do it here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can also um, go to treyfloyd.com. That's T R E F L O Y D dot com. Everybody, so you can buy tickets. They have an early bird special going on right now, people, for twenty five dollars. You can get your tickets to the show, which is on this Saturday at six p.m. at the Barry Robinson 
Theater and Fine Arts Center in Virginia Beach. So, and how long does that for people that are listening? How long does the early early bird special last? You know, for those of us who balling out on a budget. Look, uh, I'm not for certain. It might be until Friday, people. So you know, just just make sure you know you buy your tickets and support. But in the meantime, though, we did team up with Trey Floyd, and we are giving away two tickets to the show, everybody. So. Right now, I just announced the contest today on Instagram and on our Facebook page, everybody. But all you just have to do is, if you're on Instagram, just take a screenshot or just um, repost the story on your IG story with the hashtag Love, Sex, and Marriage and hashtag FNL Radio. And I'll put, uh, select the random um, winner at random on there. Or also, if you're on Facebook, just um, send me a message. And actually, I didn't put it on Facebook. I'm putting it on Facebook tonight, everyone. Because um, I was going to say, I'm looking for it now because I was going to repost it on Facebook. I, 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 <clears throat> I'll put it up there. But, <laughs> but make sure uh, if you're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash FNL Radio, all you just have to do is just share the um, post and you'll be able to you know enter that way. Or if you're on Twitter, just retweet the um, post and that's your entry into that as well. And like I said, I'll select the winner at random on Wednesday and it'll be announced on Wednesday night and you um, will have your tickets to the um, stage play Love, Sex, and Marriage, everybody. So we'll see you there and make sure you, uh, again, if you uh, want to buy tickets to the show, go to treyfloyd.com. The information will be in the bio or in the description of the show, everyone. So definitely, you know, be on the lookout for that. Some good um, entertainment coming to the area, everyone, because y'all know you're not doing nothing this weekend anyway. So just, you know, it's no holiday weekend and whatnot. So make sure you go ahead and support everyone. Um, but also in the meantime, let me, um, I know we're not getting a promotion or, um, you know, getting any type of sponsorship for this, but three hours. So, you know, for those who, I know three hours is like real big in like some of the bars and the clubs up in Philly, but I went to the ABC store the other day and I got this three hours, but it's this vodka, but they got the rosé flavored one. So it tastes all fancy and all, you know, it tastes like rosé. It gives you that little feel to it. So I'm sipping on this right now. Um, so three hours. So you can give us a little um, a plug or not, uh, another bottle of some um, three hours rosé. Because this was the last bottle I had at, from the ABC store. And it's real good. So shout out to three hours rosé vodka, everybody. And um, yeah, we're trying to get some um, endorsements on this situation right now. And also, we got to get some prayers up to um, also to um, Tanya. Um, is that Tanya? Tanya Sam's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tanya Sam's. So, um, um, from Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all know her. Um, you know Miss Hilo. Um, but she spent the past <laughs> two days. <in> the... <laughs> no, okay, not laughing, people. But she spent the last two days in the hospital. Um, where she was diagnosed with a, uh, acute trauma and um, bleeding to her uh, gastrointestinal uh, due to a recent car accident. So, according to People Magazine, she's back in the swing of things following a terrifying car accident. Um, basically, um, she uh, talked to the magazine and she said, in the movies, time slowed down and it truly slowed down. I could see the car coming. I could feel our speed and my brain is going, we are not going to clear this car. I remember starting to scream and bam. Uh, she recalls about the terrifying moment last week. We kind of all bulldozed through the car. So Sam, who's 33, said she was riding in an Uber Black alongside her fiance, Dr. Paul Judge, when the car occurred, when the crash occurred while they were heading uh, to the Rebel Art Gala. 
um, which um, if y'all know, that's um, it's Chinga Knows um, event, which is going to be on OWN Network later this month. So the other vehicle was pretty much total and completely wrecked after she said it was, t- um, it was T-boned by the Uber vehicle. So to reach out to Uber for a comment, and um, she said that we are really, really shaken. While Judge, the co-founder of company Pendrop, only reported some back pain, passengers in both cars were left visibly uninjured. Uh, though her stomach was swollen and achy, she bruised, uh, brushed off some of the symptoms. She says that I was tired, dizzy. I started to t- uh, taking airborne, thinking I'm getting something from travel and got through the whole gala. I literally left the gala and was like, I'm really not feeling well. And I got back to my hotel and started vomiting. Oh, so she went to the uh, event right after the fact. Yeah, she said she started vomiting blood. Mm. Um, and so she checked her, her checked herself into um, Cedar Sinai Hospital. <laughs> What in the world was that? A motorcycle? Uh, uh, something. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she stated that, you know, again, once she got back, <clears throat> excuse me, to her hotel room, she started, you know, again, feeling dizzy, feeling lightheaded. She started to vomit and she was vomiting, vomiting blood. So she checked herself into Cedar Sinai Hospital where she was diagnosed with some, um, internal intestine um, bleeding mm-hmm. and so she states that it was actually like seatbelt trauma mm. which which was the cause of, of everything that, that happened so um, definitely they say that though she's back in the swing of things back into her regular groove now so definitely you know keep your prayers up send um, prayers up for Tanya Sam send positive vibes positive energy her way as well we're glad that she is alright um I guess we'll kind of talk about um, Real Housewives, even though we don't want to. Um, I guess we'll talk about um, Real Housewives of Atlanta sometime um, later on in the show. But you guys know Tanya Sams or Tanya Sams. Um, she was a she appeared on Real Housewives season eleven. So last season, um, she came on as a friend of Nene Leakes and. Um, <laughs> by, by the end of the uh, season, she appeared as Eva Marcel. <laughs> um, her and Nini had some type of falling out um, regarding when they went on that trip. And Nini told her she shouldn't um, marry Paul. She should marry someone else. And Tanya <laughs> took that to heart. And things just kind of went down south um, with their friendship. And then by the reunion show, they weren't getting along at all. But, you know, rumor has it, they gave her a peach for season 12. So we'll wait and see. But again, like I said earlier, definitely sending positive vibes, positive energy, and still praying for Tanya Sims. We are glad that she's okay. Yeah, because the word on Peachtree Street is that uh, that Nene is um, being um, basically taking off some episodes and she's losing some money because she's paid per episode because she's having some run-ins with the producers and stuff like that. Her attitude is real nasty. And that she, well, um, yeah, and they said as um, pretty much, um, I don't want to use the word punishment, but she was suspended <laughs> for, um, I don't know if it's just the first two, it may be more than two, but mm. definitely the first two episodes, you will not see her um, in season 12. That was because of the fact that she had that whole physical altercation with the cameraman and she ripped his shirt and apparently the somebody um she broke the man's tooth 
and all of those things. So again, she is, you know, suspended and, and, you know, and she's suspended without pay. So we shall see, we shall see what happens on um, season 12 of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We don't know if, again, if, if the girls are stating that Miss Tanya got a peach, we don't know if she's actually going to be holding the peach or if she's actually going to be a friend of the show like Marlo. We shall see what happens. Okay, exactly. Exactly, and we got some more Housewives of Atlanta news for you all later in the show as well because someone finally got out of prison, and we'll let y'all know about that later on, everybody. But keeping up with the Atlanta theme right now, people, so you all know if, uh, a couple months, well, a few months ago back in February, um, the Harris family did suffer a loss with Precious Harris, um, who you all know we talked about it here on the show, people um, from Tiana Tiny, the family hustle and family friends hustle. You all know she was such a pillar of the family. She was the one that, you know, was always on the show with positive energy, positive vibes and everything. <clears throat> so, you know, it's a very, you know, huge loss for the family and a huge loss for everyone that watched yeah, the show. Because we felt like, you know, we're part of the family. We yeah, like our, we felt know, like auntie. Precious was our big sister. Exactly, or auntie. So, <laughs> now, look now. So, um, so now... Yeah, there's been some um, information that has come out about her passing because you know we were under the assumption when she passed away, you know that she had a what was it, a heart attack or uh, a, asthma attack? A asthma yeah. attack. She crashed her car because we didn't know. Like first, people didn't really know exactly what caused the crash, but we just know that she, you know, suffered this um, asthma attack and then sent her to the hospital where she was then in a coma. Then she was mm-hmm. on life support and then unfortunately had to be taken off life support. And she passed away. So, yeah. So, a few days ago, TMZ reported that T.I.'s sister, Precious Harris, had some of that Whitney in her system. And so, for those of you that don't know what the Whitney is, it's that cocoa, that Coca-Cola, that cocaine. And so... Yeah. Y'all know, that, I about that last week on the show. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jesse Smollett. <laughs> so, TMZ insinuated that the cause, that pretty much um, the cocaine in her system was the cause of her death. So now the PDF files say that Miss Precious was hiding Cuda Brown, which <laughs> caused her to go into cardiac arrest, which then more than likely caused her asthma attack, which caused her to have the car accident. You guys know she hit a pole. So after T.I.'s social media rant, T.I. called for anyone that knew Precious and supported Precious. He called for them to take a stand against TMZ. So he wanted the, girl to, they wanted the girls to stop reading their publications, stop following them online, and to stop looking at their videos. Uh, after his rant, TMZ deleted the report that they put out regarding Precious toxicology report and then they issued a public apology stating that they were wrong to release the information and then the information that they received wasn't also correct. TMZ <clears throat> also stated that this that this um that the story that they released hurt T.I. and his family and they went on to list all of the positive contributions that Precious has made to society. You guys know Precious was an avid member of Saving Our Daughters um, she was also a activist um, and an active member of Jose F.B. the Hungry. And of course, she is a member of the best sorority in the nation, honey, in the land, Delta mm-hmm. Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, my sorority. So mm-hmm. some people in the celebrities, um, some 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 other people and celebrities, they were in support of T.I. Meek Mills, um, he stated that TMZ, he stated to TMZ, it was unnecessary what they did to Tip and his family, whatever happened to morals. Someone else commented and said, I'm happy we are coming together slowly, but surely we are 
we are all we have and when we as black people finally realize that what a great day is going to be every other nation of people needs us the time is now that we stand strong for one another tmz who but another commenter he shaded the fuck out of tmz <clears throat> He stated, he or she, whoever wrote this, stated, um, his movement was his movement was not a movement until his family was the focus. Where was Ti when other celebrities and or their family members had died, and um, you know things were coming out about them that were negative. <clears throat> So I'm not sure. I, I guess I see I see both sides of it. I don't know how how you feel about that, Gregory. Yeah, I, I see both sides of it as well because of the fact that you know it. You know, sometimes celebrities, even in regular world, sometimes you know we pick and choose things that we, you know, that matter to us. Yeah, that happens to us. So, in Ti's case, you know, someone like you know Bobby Christina, you know, her information came out and everything like that, and you really heard them fighting for her. You know, not Aunt Viv, you know, Fox or not, you know, Aunt Pat for sure, because she had her still peddling candles and trying to start hologram tours for Whitney and stuff. But um, but in this case. I kind of see the other end of it too because Precious, although she was on the show, and Ti made a um, reference to this too, is that you know she wasn't a celebrity, so this wasn't really her world to be in like that for her news to be reported like that. She was just a family member who happened to be on the show, but she wasn't a celebrity. You know, although she was on the show every week and y'all saw her on camera, this isn't her celebrity world. She's just a normal person who just happened to be on camera on TV. So I see it from that standpoint there. But then the other part of it, too, is that, you know, either way, this information is going to come out regardless because, you know, although it's not a public, you know, finding or anything like that, someone is going to pick up on the story and release and it. And leak it, yeah. And a lot of even there are some, you know, black publications who or, you know, black blogs who actually refrain from telling the story, like Shade when they say anything regarding it. Um, and, you know, just TMZ and there were some other black blogs who, you know, mentioned it as well. Here on the show, we're mentioning it just because you have to flow the story to figure out exactly what caused this situation or what caused, you know, um, the TMZ apology to happen in the first place. So we had to say it's some type of way. And then, again, it's something that's surprising, too, because you never know what someone is going through or what someone is taking. Because Wendy Williams said the best on her show when she, you know, years on the radio, we never knew she was doing drugs until she actually mentioned it in her book. Or even with just uh, recently, you know, when she had to go into a sober living house, you know, for um, addiction to alcohol, you never know what someone's going through. And like drugs doesn't have a face to it or anything of that nature. So it's sad because of the fact that, you know, you would never think someone that's 66 years old would be dabbling into something of that nature. And then unfortunately, you know, it cost her her life, you know, and it, you know, could have been gone far worse as well. So, Again, the story had to come out, but then also it, it's a learning lesson too. Sometimes every lesson, even though someone may not pick up on it, and may, someone may think it's just whatever, every story that we talk about, even on this show or that's even put out in the public, is always a learning lesson because you always think, okay, maybe I won't do that or maybe I won't try this or something like that. So, yeah, and it has an and it leaves an impact, you know, again, regardless of whether it's true, whether it's false, you know. Every story leaves an impact on on some way, some shape, form, or fashion. And I guess like every like everyone, I guess everybody was shocked when that TMZ report came out talking about you know the toxicology report. 
Um, you know, but with all those felons in that family, besides baby heiress and major, someone had to portray a stand-up citizen. And I guess in, in these days, in the 2019 kind of world that we live at, whose lines isn't blurred these days? So I guess it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. Yeah, so you know, again, definitely, you know, um, shout out to her family and everything like that. And I and I see that where that may be hard as well too, because not that they're embarrassed, but it you know sometimes you just don't know what actually happens until this happens until you know there's a death or if they've been in the hospital for a long period of time where they can run tests and say okay this is what happened here and there, but you know to get that you know report and then they may still be in shock too so they may still be trying to grasp the information too especially her daughter that we've seen on the show as well and just the family as a whole so you know I see it from that point but like I said regardless it was going to get out. Either way, so definitely it was, you know, I, you know, definitely needed to be talked about. So, um, again, condolences, you know, and prayers to the family to get through this again because, you know, to have it in the public like that, it can be hard. So, definitely shout out to them. Um, so now moving on, everybody. So, um, we the second best music. So DJ Cal, you know, he's be on his Snapchat, you know, talking about, you know, praise up you know, holy grail or whatever, or he'd be talking about, you know, give you uplifting positive messages and stuff like that. He said, they don't want you to win, you know, forget they and stuff like that. So, you know, he's been on this very positive move for a long time. You know, I think positively that's been helping him on his Weight Watchers too with Oprah because, you know, he's been losing a few pounds here and there and whatnot. Um, not as much as Rick Ross, though, because Rick Ross out here, he's uh, skinny now. He had that one line in his song a while ago where he's like, you know, um, you know, he chicken wrap his legs around his waist, and I was like, "Well, that's a damn lie." Because what chicken wrapping, you know, hair legs around your waist? Because you, you know, you expanded. So now he's a little slim now. So Rick Ross can actually have a chick wrap her legs around his waist. But in DJ Khaled case, people, so it's a little case of the salty blues right now, people, because he posted a video on his Instagram, but he deleted it. And the reason is because of the fact that his new album, Father of Side, that just came out after it was supposed to come out last year in 27, oh, 2018, just down, came out a few weeks ago. And instead of debuting at number one like his last two albums, it debuted at number two on the charts behind Tyler, the creator's album, Eager. And he's feeling a little salty about that. So I'm going to play this little audio for you all to see how salty he really is. I make albums so people can play it and you have to hear it, you know. Driving your car, you hear another car playing it. You know, go to the barbershop, you hear them playing it. You know, turn the radio on, and you hear them playing it. You know, it's playing everywhere. It's called great music. It's called albums that you actually hear the songs. Not no mysterious shit, and you never hear it. On your dome. So, he was, apparently was so upset that he went to the damn Epic Records office doing the whole temper tantrum as big weight and basically saying that you know i guess that's shit that's why you hang around aside too much throwing temper tantrums still at your old age and big weight but he was talking about you know mad at everybody at the promo department everybody that's album debut at number one uh even though he's been he and in his case he took a long time to promote this album even though it's supposed to come out last year he just now really started like telling people, okay, this album's coming out. He's saying it's his best album to date and everything like that. And I listened to it and I was like, nigga, you sure this your best album to date? Like, granted, he got the Nipsey Hustle and John Legend record higher up there. The record with Scissor, or as they say in Richmond, Cesaria, Just Us, which samples the Outcast song, Miss <laughs> Jackson. 
is currently, you know, actually doing real good on pop radio now of all places. Just that's a big surprise. And then also the record with um, Cardi B and um, Tony Savage, which which is a hot joint too. Um, even the record with um, Meek Mill, J Balvin, and Jeremiah, uh, You Stay, the Jealous record with Chris Brown and Lil Wayne, those are some hot records. But again, it's always like a good five records from a DJ Khaled album that's actually always good. You know, even though he have like elongated albums, I think this is the shortest album in the wild. I think it's 14 tracks up there. His last album had 23 songs. The album before that had like 18 or 19. But it's always those good five songs. Like DJ Khaled's albums are very... I don't, you know, maybe in Miami, y'all, it's, you know, memorable to y'all, but to the rest of us, it's kind of, like, forgettable sometimes. Like, we just listen to the singles. Yeah, I mean, and you can't win them all. You can't, you know, debut would never won all the time. I, I know, I guess, you know, even though he would like to have done it, I mean, again, he's still, I mean, he DJ Khaled. It's not like nobody, you know, doesn't, doesn't know you or whatever. You know, like you said, you have all these bangers, you have all these hits with all these various artists. Yeah, and it just again like the album wasn't that memorable, so it was kind of like you know it, it you know you waited too long to promote it. You didn't have any singles that came out to promote the album. You know you're not like a Beyonce or anybody who could just drop an album and don't have no singles at radio. Now you still gotta have singles at radio to push a little bit because you're DJ Khaled, even though you're at that caliber now of those celebrities in a sense. You're not, you know. You still got to work your records. You still got to push. You're a DJ. You should know this stuff. So, I mean, we, we shall see if this caused him to leave Epic Records and sign with someone else or he want to be bit mad for the rest of the year or whatever. But he will be performing at the BET Awards coming up, people, on the uh, June 27th, I believe it is. Or June 30th, rather. June 30th is the BET Awards, everybody. Uh, he's going to be performing there. Her is going to be performing. Cardi B is going to be performing. So, you know, we shall see how he acts up there and who's going to be performing with up there and whatnot. But, um, so yeah. yeah. You... Sit your ass down. I mean, you can't win them all. Exactly. So, um, send the congratulations to a quick everybody. So, um, basketball wide star Tammy Roman and her boo Reggie have secretly um, wedded in Las Vegas. So, according to the blast and according to the court PDF files. Congratulations. They damn near been married again. Exactly. So, 49 year old Tammy Roman and her 32 year old boyfriend, Reggie Youngblood, obtained the marriage license on August 17th of 2018. The couple then quickly got hitched after a marriage certificate was issued the same day as the license. Uh, you know, back in then, you know, last year, I believe it was, there was on marriage boot camp, or the year before that, there was on marriage boot camp, um, the reality or TV version, whatever they call it. And then also, of course, she's on Basketball Wives. So, They've been talking about having the babies for the longest time since forever, and I guess that dream is just going to be deferred at this point in time. But, you know, I'm happy for them because I actually like them as a couple. Yeah, I yeah I do too. I think he's definitely good for her. You know, he puts her in a great, <clears throat> excuse me, in a great space. A great headspace. I love, I love him for her. Um, You guys know that this is Tammy's second marriage. She was previously married to um, Kenny Anderson, who is a uh, former NBA um, star. I can't remember who he played for, but out of that marriage, um, they had two daughters, Lyric and Jazz, who you guys have seen on Basketball Wives as well. Reggie, this is his first marriage, um, you know, and so last year they did, like I said, they've been married for almost a year now. In August, it'll be a year. 
you know, last year there were rumors that they had broken up. And so, you know, Reggie had put out there that him and Tammy, they were riding that thing out to the woods fall off. And so, you know, again, like I said, I think he's very good for her. He grounds her. He centers her and vice versa for him. You guys know that she's quite a bit older than him, you know, but love is love. And we all love black love on FNL radio and Tammy Roman. She will be returning to basketball wives. Um, for yet another season. I'm not sure what season this is of Basketball Wives. However, and then it comes on, it comes on soon. Is it this? They, you know, all of these shows, they're changing um, the they, days that they come on. They used to come on, what, Sundays? Sunday. I think. Uh, that's going to come on Wednesdays. Okay. So it airs, is it this Wednesday it premieres? I believe it is this Wednesday. Okay, so she'll be returning uh, for another se- season of Basketball Wives. And, we, you know, we're pretty sure we'll see Reggie on this season as well as her two daughters. So yes. I guess we're looking forward to seeing that. But, again, congratulations to the two of you guys. I mean, pretty much, they, they again, they've always almost been married for a whole year. And that, that's a good thing. Hell, some people don't last for two months. Uh, <laughs> exactly and even Tammy said even on the show that she wasn't thinking about getting married though she didn't want to so I guess yeah she, and she uh-huh. yeah and she stated you know but you know Reggie definitely loves her she loves him and she stated that she felt like it would have been a selfish choice to make um to not marry him when she knows you know how he feels about her and she feels the same way and that was something that he wanted to do and it would have been selfish of her not to um you know not to again, you know, marry him and 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 I, I don't want to say explore the opportunity, but you know, for them not to come together and 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 you know and and create a union. So I was, you know, I respect both of them for that. Again, you know, a lot of people didn't see it for them in the beginning because of the age difference. But again, like he said, they were going, they going to ride the thing to the wheels fall off. And that is the best kind of love to have, regardless of whatever your age is. So exactly, exactly. So congratulations to them. And we might be sending congratulations to Miss Cassie as well, people. So shout out to, uh, I don't know if she's throwing bad boy anymore because, you know, the circumstances given um, that she's no longer with Diddy. But Cassie, could she become a mom? Could it be B and U plus a baby? So according to the streets, the singer's reportedly pregnant and expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Alice Fine. So, um, of course, y'all know that that was Diddy's personal trainer. And they started dating following her decade-long relationship with Diddy. like Because her and Diddy been together for 10 years, everybody. And Diddy didn't put a ring on it. He was talking about contracts and stuff like that. Then as soon as Kim Porter died, he was somebody he regretted not marrying Kim, and yet he had all these girlfriends and stuff. So it was just like nigga, you selfish. But anywho, so um, Cassie and Alex Fine, they you know only showed PDA here and there on her social media. While I think the last time on Valentine's Day, uh, she sent a little um, well, he said like a little heartfelt note for his girlfriend. You know, on Valentine's Day, he wrote said thanks for not throwing away my Crocs and not getting mad when I eat all your food if you leave it in the fridge longer than five minutes. So, you know, Cassie hasn't announced her pregnancy yet or anything like that. They haven't been seen. She hasn't put any posts online or anything. But if so, congratulations, Cassie, because you deserve to move on because you were in a situation for 10 years that you held out hope for. And the only thing you got was a motherfucking contract. So at least you're getting a baby out the deal this time. So congratulations to you, girl. I'm not a big, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big Cassie fan. You know, just kind of just because I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness. But uh, so yeah, so moving <laughs> on to speaking of moving on, 
Shout out to Wendy Williams because she's out here really living her best life ever since she divorced old Calvin Hunter, um, who's been lying about his name for 23 years to her and getting married as well. So, if y'all know, we've been talking about the story on the show too beforehand, everybody. But Wendy Williams and Calvin Hunter, they're um, getting divorced. Uh, he was talking smack about his mother, and Kevin Jr. had to put him in the, um, you know, had to punch his nose, had to, Kevin Sr. had him in the headlock. In the parking lot, I don't know what type of supermarket they were at in um, Jersey. I'm pretty sure it was the shop right, but you know, someone called the cops. Kevin had any right to say, "Look, don't arrest my son." You know, it's all a misunderstanding. Yet he let the cops yeah, I'm so, yeah, he pressed charges against him, which was fucked up on so yeah. many different levels. Exactly. So now uh, he's out here in the news saying that you know Wendy is keeping his his son from him. Like, no, nigga, you keeping your son from him because you cheated on his mother for one. Had a whole baby just recently been paying off the side bitch for years and been waving it in the face of all of us while you've been holding yeah. kind of hostage in the and the boy's a grown ass motherfucking man so if he wanted to see you and have a relationship with you he would do so on his own exactly so now Wendy's been talking about on her show you know that she's been going on dates she got her bachelorette pad in um, New York City now so she's living her best single sex in the city life right at this moment and she's been getting her groove back. Aunt Wendy been coming out with the new wigs and stuff out here in these streets. You know, because if y'all know Wendy Williams and her history, when she's off the show, she just wear a raggedy-ass wig that be all matted and stuff like that. <laughs> but she's been wearing her finest wigger trees out here in these streets, people. She that been... wigger trees. <laughs> she's been wearing the short shorts. She was with DJ Booth at Hot 97 Summer Jam and these short shorts in this top. She um out in LA right now at um, one of the Pride events. She's hanging with Black China. That's her new bestie now. She hang with even Tokyo Tony was out in the scene with them too. She's hanging with you know the Kardashians and y'all know she talked trash about the Kardashians, but she was hanging with the Kardashians this weekend too. Kanye's birthday was this weekend. She hung out with him. So like Wendy's living her best single life. She's making amends for everybody with even with Charlemagne the God. Because y'all know the only reason, and it's all coming for a circle now, the only reason why Wendy didn't have a good relationship with any of these people behind the scenes is because Kevin Hunter more than likely was threatening people. He was telling people, you know, or telling Wendy, don't talk to these people, so talk trash about these people. And as, you know, that was Wendy's husband and her manager. So yeah, it was like the and Vince Herbert type of situation where you got to listen because, you know, you're it's kind of like you're with them all the time, so you think you're there, have your best interests at heart and stuff like that. And no. actually, they don't. If only she could have made amends with Nippy. Exactly. See, that would have been like the big payoff of everything, too. But, you know, of course, that we will never see that. But again, it's good to see Wendy out here living her best life. You know, she's 54. She'd be turning 54 this year. So, uh, in July. So, to see her living her best life at this age, and even she made the moment when she was hanging out with her son and her nephew, and she talked about her show a couple of weeks ago. She was like, you know, just her son seeing his mom have a good time for the first time in a long time, brought tears to her eyes. So it's good. She's out here living her best life. And even the people that would always talk about Wendy, were actually saluting her. So that's real good that, you know, she got a lot of support from everybody right now. So now moving on to Rock Nation Money Talks, everybody. So Jay-Z is officially a billionaire, everybody. So when he said, what's, one of, um, what's better than one billionaire, two, he meant that shit because now he's officially a billionaire, according to Forbes magazine. So a lot of his fortunes come from Tidal, Doucet, um, Rock Nation, of course, and um, a plethora of other businesses. He got stocks in Uber and everything like that. So he's really out here living his best billionaire life, everyone. And he's 49 years old. 
And it just goes to show that, you know, again, hard, yeah, hard work pays off and it definitely can't be done. Exactly. And that's I would thing. be a billionaire by nigga too if I got my goddamn group text, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. That's for a whole nother show, a whole nother date and time and part of life in his history. <laughs> but uh so you know, again, Jay been doing this since you know, been in this industry since he was twenty six and he just been grinding continuously. You know, he mentioned in some of his songs that you know he's taking a few losses here and there and he's gotten back up. And it just shows, again, people, patience is a virtue. And he's made it to where he's at now, to where he can be a billionaire. He has three kids now. Uh, I don't know if he should even stay for allegedly because I don't know if Blue can't trail or no, free. Or somebody by this. Somebody had a baby. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, I thought it was yeah. this rumor that he had a whole last son out there. Yeah. But it, you know, either yeah. way, patience is definitely a virtue. Like you said, that's the art of, of being successful. You know, yeah. I won't say hit rock bottom, you know, but you you, you have moments where yeah. you have highs, you have lows, but it's how you kind of balance back from those lows is, is you know, what determines your success. And he's definitely been successful, um, you know, in his own way, in his own right. Patience is definitely a virtue. I am definitely have been patient and been waiting and waiting and waiting for what is um, due to me in the form of Google <laughs> text. Again, um, I'm not going to say anything else about it, but definitely <laughs> to um, Jay-Z on his success. So Yes, definitely. And um, again, that's why I mentioned too, with a lot of these new rappers and stuff like that, and I just be hoping that they're actually managing their money yeah, right. Cause yeah, because you definitely like this, um, and we kind of touched based on this last week. I was yeah. asking about, um, what's the little one? Little um, Take my, yeah. Like, nigga, I damn sure hope you that's not going to be a one-hit wonder. You know, I don't really know what your brand is, what your market is. If you are truly some type of country western rapper, or if you just kind of saw the opportunity to capitalize on this, which was a smart move, if that's just truly what it was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, like you say you got to be smart you got to you know you, you got to work hard you got to you know make the right investments do the right thing with your money you know what i'm saying so yeah. you know again but you know and i guess that brings us into rihanna um who is what a what did they say she's a, a billionaire she's worth what 600 did they say 600,000 bill <laughs> look now that's the new for news education coming out but uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's still a millionaire people she uh has now the richest uh, female musician that's that modern math right there but <laughs> that's not even arithmetic that's just okay I, get it. I said the wrong motherfucking number okay <laughs> But um, and this could be a contribute to Rihanna's um, well, she, in the billion, she her business is worth a billion dollars now as far as her Fenty Beauty. So y'all know she's been slinging this Avon lady, you know, situation for the longest now for the past few years, where she hasn't even thought about music. So she's been you know slinging her uh, Fenty Beauties at Sephora's and online, and she's been making a killing off that. Like I said, it's worth a billion dollars now. And it's so weird, you know, because again, by me being a makeup connoisseur, I love makeup. I- 
honestly didn't know this. That's that line was still in stores and selling until this article. <laughs> this article came out because I you remember when it first came out because we did the show when it very first came. I remember it was sold out everywhere. You couldn't get it. I think they almost shut the four website down. Yeah, you know because you couldn't you couldn't get online to get it or whatever. But I didn't hear really anything else about it afterwards. I know you guys hear me talk about my little cousin Janelle. I know she. I remember her telling me that she purchased some things and you know she bored and she was kind of like oh it was just okay so I didn't really know that it was still selling I didn't know that it was still in stores and it was making the, the uh, killing the way it's making um you know because I, I never purchased anything from the line or whatever but I may have to check it out may have to get a lip, lip gloss or two yeah so Robin Finchie aka Mary Kay is out here making the killing off of that and then also she even has um the Fenty um brand as far as like the fashion so of course yes, she- like yeah she had the uh, Fenty by Puma, uh, Puma situation. Then that now is, she has a whole house, like Louis Vuitton, Gucci type of situation, like a whole house called Fenty. Her brand just came out uh, last week and already shut down, sold out already. Selling crazy. You're, you're supposed to be like a luxury line? Yeah, like a luxury line. Like I think the cheapest thing starts at $200 and it goes on up. So she's out here like really making that luxury money kanye wish she could but she's actually actually making that luxury money she out here making connects and everything like that she got her billionaire um boo uh who i think a saudi raven something like that you know down here in italy on boats and shit like she living her best life right now stress-free you like hell we ain't even her smoking weed and pictures in a long time so that means you know she really had grown up when she hit 30 you can tell rihanna really grew up really started handling her business and really just started you know not worrying about fuck niggas no more, even though Chris Brown would still be commenting on her pictures. She'd be like, look, nigga, fuck you. You, you know, you're a whole fuck nigga. Like, she really been out here living her best entire life. And just to think about it, like, if he, like years ago, when she was first coming out, like, she went into a situation where she was bankrupt, or almost went bankrupt, with the, um, I think she just had $2 million to her name, although you would think at that time when Rihanna was really starting to blow up, like, with Umbrella and everything like that, you would think she would have, like, a mass millions of money. But she was actually didn't have a lot of money. She had some crooked accountants and everything like that. So she had to build herself back up too. So again, that's go back to the patience level because she had to build herself back up to where she is now. And if y'all notice in the bitch better have my money video that came out in 2015, that's why she killed the accountant in the video because that was like her real life. Like, oh, she didn't kill the accountant, but you know, the, yeah, the he was doing stuff. some shady shit with her money and mismanaging her 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 money. Mm. Exactly. So, um, congratulations to Rihanna, and you know, Rihanna did say she is going to come out with her album this year. It's going to be a reggae album, so y'all can wind your hips and dutty wine and whatnot later this year. Everybody, yeah, and she Rihanna. says that she's not planning to planning to do any collabs with Drake on this on this album. So, exactly, like you said, you guys can do your dutty wine. Shout out to um, Spice, I mean, <laughs> to Spice, uh, Miss Pooh, <laughs> 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 Miss with the goddamn sheet. Yeah. Goodness. But um real and then y'all beehive members now, people. The beehive. And see, I see there's some respectable beehive members that I know of. Like my sister, she's part of the beehive, but she's a respectable member of the beehive because she's actually been the beehive member since you know the early Beyonce days. Same one of her best, well, two of her best friends, and I think it's one of my other friends are part of the Beehive um, membership too. But a lot of the newer Beehive members are like the real 
annoying ones who just like annoy the shit out of you. And will go to any extreme because the shit y'all did to this lady was uncalled for, unnecessary. It was inappropriate. And had that lady pressed charges against y'all for making threats, y'all know uh, she had to do what they stated that she had them white woman tears going down. All she had to do is press charges and get y'all black ass. Do y'all think Beyonce would have got y'all asses out of fucking jail? Exactly. We're going to talk about that in a little bit too. But um, Beyonce and Jay Z that the game three, you know, the Warriors versus the Raptors, you know, this big, you know, Drake out here acting the damn fool in these streets too, where they think that, where y'all allegedly think he's on cocaine or on that <laughs> Whitney. So, because, you know, he's, but he's really hyped though. I mean, this Toronto Raptors first time in the NBA finals. So, yes, he he's from reason. Toronto, Canada. So, yeah, so he has every reason to be hyped, you know. Yeah, because I would act, I would probably be hyped too if um, Bad News had a had an NBA team and they went to the All Stars and, and, you know, the games and whatnot. I, I'd probably be hyped too. Well, more like a softball <laughs> team, but, you know. Uh... <laughs> okay. But um, you know Drake again. He's living his best life. Every accent and all out of his mouth. But Beyonce and Jay Z were there at the game, and there was a lady. There was this you know video of um this lady you know leaning over Beyonce talking to Jay Z, and that lady happened to be on uh, Nicole Curran, who's the wife of uh, the Warriors owner Joe LaCobb. So um she spoke with um uh, Ramona, not Ramona from um Real Housewives of New York. But Ramona Shelburne, she spoke with her and she said that Nicole says that the incident with Beyonce last night, she was in tears. So that's when white woman tears come into play. And she said that she had been getting death threats on social media all night this morning. She disabled her IG account just to make it stop. So the clip was from Wednesday early in the week. And basically, you know, Beyonce had like this look like, you know, or she did like a little nudge or whatever. So people thought that Becky was talking to Jay-Z. And the only thing she was trying to do was get their motherfucking drink order. Yeah, she was just trying to get yeah, say apparently order she had, of Yeah, stuff. apparently she had invited out, invited them out to the games. Um, you know, several times before, I don't know if they had ever, you know, took her up on the invitation or whatever. They were invited this time. They went. And again, she was just trying to be, um, just trying to show some hospitality and be a great host. She was getting their drink orders. Apparently, Beyonce stated that she'll have some water. Beyonce stated that he would have um, some type of vodka drink or whatever the case may be and I think she was asking him only if he wanted a lemon or either some ice in the drink or whatever yeah something very yeah, something very minute something very simple she was you know kind of leaning over Beyonce I guess her facial expression kind of gave okay you're in my space people took that and ran with that and thought that she was again Becky was trying to um you know, get with Jay-Z, and then the Beehive swarmed in, and again, they were sending death threats to this lady, making just all kind of inappropriate comments. Um, the lady said when she got home, her phone was blowing up, and her friends were asking her, like, have you looked at your Twitter? Have you checked your Instagram? This, that, and the third, and then she sees all of these death threats and inappropriate comments or whatever. So, again, it was unnecessary. It was uncalled for. You guys know I don't like to talk about her for a whole lot, for a lot of time. We put her up on a you guys, not me, you guys put her <laughs> up on this pedestal. You guys think that she's God, that she's untouchable. She is human just like everybody else. Exactly. And exactly. it was so bad to the point, Um, because I guess we're going to touch on this. It was so bad to the point her publicist had to come out, you know, and, and just basically state that, you know, Beyonce does not condone the behaviors of her supporters when they are behaving in such a manner where they're making these death threats and, you know, have this woman scared 
that was pretty much the gist of the comment that her publicist came out, you know, and stated on her behalf. So again, like I said, now suppose this woman, you know, had pressed charges against you all, you know, for making these comments and these death threats and things like that. Do you think these niggas would have got your ass out of jail? Exactly. And that's the thing too, again, about the Beehive. Again, like I said, I know some respectable Beehive members who, you know, they go up for Beyonce, but they're not this crazy. Like they just, you know, be like, you know, it's just nothing. And again, they had an NBA game. You got they on the floor seats. You can't hear shit. So of course, uh, naturally, um, yeah, they're know, sitting. The yeah, they're the, sitting courtside. Yeah. Now, and the other end of it too. Now, you know, sometimes I don't even realize it. Sometimes too, but apparently, sometimes I make a face. You know, in public, if something you know annoying me a little bit, sometimes I make a face, and sometimes you don't even realize you're making a face. So Beyonce in that moment maybe didn't realize that. Oh shit, I'm making a face. So again, this stuff is all so innocent. Yeah, and that was probably the case. Um, a lot of you know, like girls, you know, a lot of girls are saying she probably didn't even realize she was making a face. You know, the girl said allegedly Beyonce is always high as Cooter Brown <laughs> when she said don't get it at those yeah. games, so they believe she was probably high, 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 higher than Cooter Brown. Once again, and didn't even realize she was making a face towards the woman. So again, let that woman live, y'all. You know, Beehive, let that woman live. Beyonce is not. She is a human being just like everybody else that walks, you know, on the face of this earth. She puts her drawers on one motherfucking leg at a time, put her bra on one cup at a time as well. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, again, y'all chill out. It, exactly. It's not that fucking it, deep and it's not that goddamn serious. And if your ass had to go to jail and then they had to press charges for making these goddamn threats and shit, your ass would still be in motherfucking jail. Exactly. Brought up the pictures too of um, it was a game that Rihanna was at and Rihanna her best friend Melissa and the lady um, the saint was there as well and people were like you know I guess she has a habit of making people you know annoyed by her and stuff like that because Rihanna made a face too now again Rihanna may have been you know a little smoked out at that time too because I think this was in the era when she was wearing uh, pink wigs and stuff so again you just you know maybe again it's a game so sometimes. You know, the camera catcher at the wrong moment because they're shutter cameras, so they catch every moment. And sometimes people just pick the p- bad picture, just be messy sometimes. So, again, don't read into everything. Beehive, get your life in order because, again, and, and that's one thing, too. Like, there are certain people who have these crazy fan bases like the Barbs, you know, where I feel like certain celebrities need to speak out against some of their, you know, fans. Like, you know, Nicki Minaj, you got some crazy-ass fans who do some crazy-ass shit who will stalk people to the death of the day. Sometimes you gotta speak up, Beyonce. I know you're a very silent person. I mean, you like, you know, Solange beat the hell out of the Jay Z in the elevator, and now we know why. But sometimes you gotta speak up about stuff like, look, you know, this is why this is happening, or you know, y'all don't need to let this happen. You know, let's just spread positivity and stuff like that. You telling these motherfuckers to go vegan and shit. Tell them, look, y'all, you know, calm down, stop bullying people unless I say go. Don't do shit, basically. So again, yeah, but unless I say sting, <laughs> yes, keep your goddamn stingers to your goddamn self. Like I said, <laughs> you can tell them to eat vegan and don't eat for three or four days and eat chia seeds and all this other bullshit. You can tell them to pipe the fuck down. Exactly. And speaking of someone that talked about Beyonce got them out of jail, so y'all know Roland Ray out here in these DC streets and his hover around. So y'all know if um. <laughs> Earlier this month, he got arrested in D.C. because he was arrested for carrying two handguns under his seat. So, um, <laughs> okay, Roland Ryan. So he released a video statement tonight, basically saying that um, 
Beyonce got him out of jail. So I'm gonna let y'all listen to this foolishness here. These last few days has been very difficult for me. As y'all all know, I was arrested for having two guns underneath the seat of my wheelchair <laughs> on that particular day. A guy so he delusional like in yeah. And so I pulled out my gun from underneath my seat and wasn't going like that. It was given. I was about to, yeah, blow some shit up. But he ran and went down the escalators, told transit police. Transit police seen me and was like, sir, can you please stand up and let me check under your seat? And I was just so shocked. And it's like, what? Like, you snitching? That's, like, that's hot. Like, don't snitch. You try to rob me. Long story short, I want to thank Beyonce for calling the jail and bailing me out. This is the second time Beyonce has been there for me. The first time was when I got into my accident, the car accident. She <laughs> called the hospital, and now she's showing me love again. Thank you so much, Beyonce. Nigga. Yeah, he delusional as shit, just like that got them in Paraguay. And we yeah. all know Roland Ray from um Catfish <laughs> where he was um on that airs on MTV. He was um <laughs> Pretty much like bullying somebody. Yeah. Child. What what in these what in the hell in these drugs in DC? Because you got Tokyo Tony acting the fool. You got him acting the fool. What in the hell y'all smoking in DC that make y'all this damn crazy? Shaking my head. (sighs) Moving on. But speaking of um wheels and stuff like that, Tracy Morgan. I I think you just need to um to start taking the Uber. There's something the Uber Black or take a lift or something because uh the other day he had just bought a uh, Bugatti. I think it was a 2014 Bugatti he had just got. Mm-hmm. Stated it was his dream car. Yes. So you know you think your dream car you just riding off the lot and you just want to show it off a little bit. So he in the busy New York traffic just riding around. And then here come a Subaru sideswiping. It was a Honda CRV. Oh, a Honda one, all <laughs> it was in the same. A Honda CRV. I think he hadn't been off that lot but for thirty minutes, and he, yeah. uh, like you say, he was sideswiped by the Honda CRV. So, oh. yeah, he wasn't he was... hurt. And this is this is coming up on his um anniversary of when he got hit or was in that um really bad accident um with that what was it a Walmart yeah um, Walmart. delivery truck yeah. So, you know, Tracy, you know, you got some angels looking out for you, but sir, you might just want to, uh, I know you got that good money from the last OG on TBS and all that, but, you know, you might just yeah. want to, which know. recently aired is um, season finale for this um, second season, but yeah, you might want to get you a little Chevrolet Cavalier and keep it pushing. Exactly. <laughs> so, or uh, Geo Metro. Shout out to Geo Metros. I don't know if it was just me, but every Geo Metro on the inside always felt the same. Nope, the same. Yeah, they always have like this very special smell. Every Geo Metro I've been into, my aunt used to have a Geo Metro, and then also, you know, the car rental place you used to give you a Geo Metro as well. Um, <laughs> like, cause my mom had the um, Buick back in the day, so whenever she would go to the Buick or had to take a car to the shop, they'd give her a loaner, but it would be, a, um, I guess it's in the GM family. They're not gonna, you know, give out no Buicks, so they won't give you a Geo Metro as a little loaner real quick while your car getting worked on. And they all always had the same smell to it. So th- I think that's what I always said when I was uh, younger. I said I went to Geo Metro. I don't know why my I got my life in order, so I knew you know my worth by then. But, you know, I always had a fascination with the Geo Metro for whatever reason. So if y'all still making Geo Metros, I think I'll just buy a car just to have a piece. I'll just have a, I'll buy a Geo Metro just to just have it, if that makes sense. 
and I get that to Monique as a gift. But um, okay. so- <laughs> that'll, that'll be able to make up for all the, the motherfucking Google checks that you owe me. I don't want a goddamn Geo Metro. <laughs> all right. So moving on to someone that may want a car, um, and is, you know moving on with his life right now. So Apollo Nine, that everybody said so we haven't mentioned that name in a good while. Has it been been, twenty years yet? It's been twenty years already. I guess you got some good, um, um, some good points, or you know, some um, what they call that in prison when you um, good faith or whatever. Good behavior. Good behavior. Good behavior. He actually um was released. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? He was released earlier this week Mm -hmm. from um prison. Um, you guys know that he was. Um, he is actually the ex husband of Phaedro. Phaedro. Phaedra <laughs> Parks um, from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, he was sentenced to, what, eight years in prison for, mm. like, racketeering and, you know, all that kind of... What was it? Everything under the sun. Like, he was doing identity theft, bank fraud. Yeah, wire fraud, um, racketeering. I don't know. He might have been dipping and dabbling in a little bit of counterfeit money too. Um, they can, you know, these bank transfers, these illegal bank transfers, and things like that. Um, but he was recently released. I don't know if it's true. There've been eight years. I think he. I think they cut his. No, he found out. Um, earlier in the year that his sentence time was going to be um, cut short for good behavior. Mm-hmm. So again, like you said, he got out earlier this week. He has transitioned to a halfway house in Philadelphia. The pictures came out um, of him and his fiance. Um, I can't, I think her name is Shireen. I can't remember what her last name is, but the pictures were out. They were kind of dressed tonight and they were walking down the street. Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia, yeah, so, and, no. and tell us a Philly um, halfway house because you saw the screen door. People, you saw the picture on the screen door. You know that's the Philly screen door, and from a mile away, all black and iron gated and everything like that. So you know that's the Philly screen door for sure. Now, supposedly, <laughs> um, you know they have signed contracts. Him and Shereen both have signed contracts um, to appear on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we don't know really for sure what's going to happen, how it's going to go. You guys know there's still some, you know, speculation and, you know, still hasn't been confirmed quite yet whether or not Phaedra is actually going to be returning to the show as well. You know, they're stating that Candy is refusing, Candy Barris is mm-hmm. refusing to come back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta for season 12 if Phaedra returns um, for season 12. So, and to me, honestly, like we were talking about last week i'd rather wait and kind of see all of this unfold while the show you know when the show comes back i don't want to keep hearing about all these different things i want to be surprised i want that whole shock value so you know again you guys know apollo knight and he is really good friends with todd tucker and uh which means that he's friends with candy mm-hmm. um you know that was the whole reason why phaedra started all that bullshit about Candy in this dungeon and her drugging folks and wanted to drug Portia and have sex with Portia because she was upset because um Candy and Todd how some of Apollo's belongings in her garage in their garage and didn't tell her, you know. So yeah. it like I said, so we'll 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 just see. Um, but I, I think they're gonna cash in. What you think? I think they're gonna definitely cash in. Um, a lot of people was also stating that maybe he should go on love after lockup, but you know, I think he's too bougie for that. You know, yeah. love after lockup, he ain't no Tracy and no Clint. 
yeah, that's for the dirty ass. Yeah, people. that's 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 for the that's what it's right about trash. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I can see maybe him signing on to do a little episode of of Marriage Boot Camp on VTV. So we should, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I don't really want to, like I said, to me, I really don't want to know. So I really don't want to follow the story if if anything comes out before they actually go into um airing um yeah. season twelve. I I kind of want to be shocked. Is or that, whatever. I don't think they're going to be, and even if they do, um, even if they, I don't think they're going to be on every last episode. But I think they definitely will be on some. You guys know, a few um, seasons back, they did have the the fiance Shireen on um, <laughs> on the show. So we'll we'll see what happens. It's, it's definitely it's definitely reality TV goal. Um, if we can't get Phaedra back up there, if we can get um, Apollo up there, what is what is um. Fiance, so we'll we'll see when when season twelve hits. We'll see what happens. We'll see what's in store for the girls. Yeah, I wonder if um Phaedra out here, you know, sending out those hey big head texts now, because the fact that you know she will at eventually still have to see Apollo now that he's out because you know uh, two little sons, and then also uh, you know Phaedra just broke up with uh, her boyfriend, and they were only together like a hot minute, like two seconds for real. So. That's why you don't be broadcasting relationships all early, people, because you never know. Now you gotta go back through your social media, start deleting texts and stuff like that, deleting pictures and all that good stuff. Since Santana, Joe Budden, you know, apparently he knocked her side of the head, and that's why they broke up because they didn't give him the explanation uh, why they broke up. They just, you know, deleted their social media or you know stopped following each other, which is Joey hit her in the head, Joey. Joe Budden hit that girl in the head. Well, after she said that black men treat Latino women better. I guess, you know, she got what was coming, I suppose. But no. But um shout out to J Lo and um Puffy. But um they didn't hit each other. But I'm just saying, so yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, that's how social media is nowadays. So I wonder if now that, you know, if Phaedra does come back to the show, that might be a part of her storyline where she might be trying to possibly try to get back with Apollo, although he's not, you know, married yet and he's still engaged. You know, he might have a they might have a change of heart and stuff like that, even though you know Phaedra did them dirty. They did each other dirty. So, you know, you never know. I mean, that pickle photo shoot, you know, you can't just bypass that bond. You know, that was love, a whole pickle photo shoot. <laughs> so you <laughs> So you never know. So um moving on real quick to people. So I posed this question out online earlier. Um this week well actually earlier today and i'm going to get y'all responses um so right now I took a poll on social media right now um it's at 98 percent to two percent um you know gap right now but basically what happened is so on the breakfast club earlier this week um ja rule and Irv Gotti were up there this week, and they were talking about. Um, they were just up there to basically talk about the fire festival situation. Oh Lord, I really don't need to show his face no damn. Way. <laughs> After that shit, we saw that damn documentary. We saw. <laughs> but according to him, for, <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a bottle of great value water? Exactly, taking one for the team. But uh, he said that. He just, you know, wanted to start a new festival and that he, you know, he got a whole new brand and stuff like that. That's pretty much the same Fire Festival brand, but it's not going to be Fire Festival anymore. Um, So he just said that, you know, he wants to start this new brand and whatnot. And they're also there to promote that, the fact that um, that uh, Irv Gotti and Ja Rule Kids are going to be on the new season of Growing Up Hip Hop, which is going to be a new city in New York City. 
And if y'all know, uh, I think I mentioned this on the show before, but Ja Rule's oldest daughter, Brittany, actually just graduated from Hampton University last year. So she actually has the education. And that was what the big debate was on the show because they were having this debate where um, is it still good in this type of day and age to still go to college or to just, you know, basically just, you know, be street smart, just learn from the streets. So I'm going to pull up that clip for you all and I'm going to let y'all hear that. And I'm going to, you know, we're going to give our take on it real quick. All right. We all good, right? But the normal person, you could ask and say, how many months if you lose your job could you survive? Months. We've just seen that. Motherfuckers was crying broke after four weeks. A lot of people are going to check the chat. Check the chat. So when that, that robot comes in and that company switches over to some AI, people are going to be home. This, this world, listen, this world is turning it's eliminating the middle class. It's going to be rich and poor. Easy pass. You know how many people lost their jobs from Easy Pass? Yeah. It ain't no toll work. It ain't no toll work. They're eliminating the trucking business. It's about to be gone. All of the UPS people, they're talking about it's going to be a robot that's going to deliver your mail. Yeah. There's going to be homelessness, people. So that's why even more so, I'm sorry, Rule. That's why I'm like, yo, we got to get it. We got to be on, it's, it's, it's the world. It's, you know, just, like, like hold it. I'm going to say something that, again, <laughs> may ruffle some feathers. Right. But college usually promotes you to be a worker bee. Correct. Because what do you that's say correct. to someone the after they finish passion. their four years of college? Get a job. Correct. So it promotes you, go to college, and that's, be a worker. That's, but that's I also, cool. That's institution. And I also feel like getting it's a job old, helps you learn how to run a business. And there's nothing wrong with having a job. No, if you what know my mom point, will say, is to what run a my nini would say is, she gets angry and, like, real angry at me. Because she'll be like, Irv, you're special! <laughs> you're different! And she's like, people aren't you. So they need that job. They need and school. I, and I see the thing is, I agree with Herb to, to a certain school. point. And some of these curriculums are so old that they haven't transformed to what's going on now. That's like right. Like me going so, through, I went to my, took my daughter to college, so I went to 20 colleges. None of them have a real... Like, hold it, I'm going to say something. Basically, if y'all want to see the interview, people's online. But um, that's the debate right now is, in the 2019 kind of world, do you still need college and do you still need a degree? to make it in this world. And what I say to that is, and like I said, I'm going to be giving y'all input. Can I put the question out tonight before we started um, recording this podcast? So right now, like I said, I have a poll right now on Instagram on my IG story. And let me get the update on that right now. Let me see here. Uh, Where is my story at? Yeah, so right now people have 98%, 2% right now. And like I said, uh, y'all just take the poll and y'all let me know. But who's, who, what is the 98% saying versus the 2%? Oh, so the 98% are saying, yes, you still need the education, while the 2% are saying no. So I don't know who the 2% are. I can't see who y'all are. So that's the good thing about the polls. You can't really see who, you know, voting and stuff like that. But, um, well, you can buy and let them not to see. I don't want to, you know, have to judge nobody on my, you know, on the IG. But I would say, you know, yes and no. And I would say yes because of the fact that there's still a lot of jobs out here that's not for us. 
everybody's not, you know, like Eric Guy was saying, you know, there are people that are special. Everybody's not special. Everybody don't have that gift to, you know, think outside the box and do for themselves and make their own brands and stuff like that. You have people who actually still, it depends on what field they want to go into. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a nurse or whatever, or, you know, a lawyer, of course, you still got to go to school. Don't let Kim Kardashian, this California, you know, law fool you that, you know, you just got to do a little uh, internship. And then yeah, you get, uh, and, and Sierra ass, take that debt yeah, to me. I was seminar at Harvard, at Harvard. Yes. So. Or Dr. Love Robinson, um, Moniz OBGYN, let you think that you could just be 15 years old stealing cars and then you adopt it all of a sudden. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I... Here, here's the thing for me. Um, let's see here. How can I explain this? So I think that yes and no. So I think that a college education is good in the sense that you kind of have some type of security blanket around mm-hmm. you that you always, you know, you you got a not necessarily a trade, but you have a degree. Mm-hmm. And you're able to utilize that degree, you know, if need be, if you needed something to kind of fall back on. Um, but I guess in the world we live in here in 2019, there is so much going on with social media. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, your YouTubers, your, you know, again, you know, people getting paid for Instagram posts, you know, people are very creative these days, things like that, where you kind of really don't need to, to, to go to school and have a degree to kind of work your brand and market your brand. But when I look at, when I look at like, you know, the bloggers and things like that, I know for me, I can't speak for anybody else but myself. I don't know if that is all I can survive on. Yeah. Because of the simple fact, you know, I do have a full-time job. I am a college graduate. Um, I do have a full-time job. And so, which means I pay into the Social Security Administration. So, mm-hmm. when I turn 65, I plan to take my share, being that I probably will never see these Google texts. I plan to get my share <laughs> in the Social Security that I have paid into. Um, but then there's always been rumors that by the time we turn 65, there may not be any Social Security mm-hmm. left. So my thing is, I guess if you're a blogger and you're doing that full time and you're not doing anything else, or you have these creative brands, I hope you are paying and investing your money, you know, wisely and smartly, because you have to have some type of, you know, retirement plan. You have to have something to kind of fall back on. Um, so... I don't know. Now, always being that I do have a child who's eight, um, you know, I push him and we push him to be his best unique self that he can be. No, Jaden is only eight. So I can't say, you know, everybody has that conversation, you know, with their child, you know, at a certain age. Oh, what is it that you want to be when you grow up? And I always when I had him, who doesn't think this for themselves? You know, mm-hmm. you want your child to be the, the president of the United States. But being that um, we just trying to get him out of um, the third grade. <laughs> um, I don't know what his report card is going to look like <laughs> when he come home. You know, that, that may not be the, the 
the path for him. But we do push him to be his most, his his best unique self. Whether that means that when he graduates um, high school, whether he, you know, enters into, um, you know, institution of higher learning and goes to a four year college, whether he goes off and, and he picks up a trade, um, whether he goes into the military, I guess the only thing I can hope for for him and pray for is that he becomes a, a productive member of this society, whether that means he is educated, you know, he has mm-hmm. a four year degree and then goes on to get a master's degree and goes on to get a doctorate's degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and 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 I think that also just having a degree in some instance, I also feel like it does not always guarantee that you go out that you're gonna have a job, you know, yeah. as as well. Um, I think your chances are a little bit better, but it doesn't guarantee you that you're gonna have a job when you get out. And I do think college prepared you to um kind of go out in the world and just kind of become a worker being you working for somebody else. Um I was working today and I kind of remember um because I also worked yesterday and I remember today feeling very um <laughs> more like the shit. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of looking at charts. I'm tired of sitting here auditing charts. And if I worked for myself, if I had my own business, I wouldn't have to be working for anybody else. Um I, I remember feeling like that today. I think I was hungry. I was irritable. <laughs> I was irritable. <laughs> you know, I was tired of looking at the same thing over and over again, documenting the same things over and over again. Uh, you know, but I also, you know, my career is very rewarding. It's, you know, I'm a director of social services in a nursing facility. So I get to help out the elderly. You know what I mean? So that is rewarding for me to know that I've helped someone or helped a family that was in need. But at the same time, you know, you do kind of get into this 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 regimen where you are, you know, just a worker bee or mm. whatever. So I guess my opinion is it is split down the middle if that's even an option. I think that um, you do need to have some type of backing, but I also think that, you know, just because you get a degree, it does not always guarantee that you're going to get, you know, a job or whatever. So I encourage anybody, if you have a creative mind, creative spirit, you know, always do what you're passionate about. And, And, you know, I think those things will work for you. Again, I enjoy, um, doing this show do I wish sometimes that I could just do this show and I'm dead ass serious do I wish sometimes that I could just do this show and nothing else that we truly make a profit off of it yeah so I don't have to wake up on Monday morning and, you know and then all of those things but I also you know also have to think realistic I have bills mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mortgage payments student loan payments you know yeah we have you know we like nice things. <laughs> mm-hmm. knows, we knows that, you know. So it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't, honey. Yeah. But um, you guys keep on, you know, telling us, you know, give us your feedback, tell us what you think, or whatever. Yeah, and again, going back to the situation, um, like Eric was mentioning too, you know, with the working bee situation, or even just with uh, that, that DJ Envy was mentioning how when you're in going to college when you're going to these four-year, you know, public institutions where they, you're taking these classes that have nothing to do with your actual degree. And there are people who are teaching you, you know, being these professors for your classes who have nothing to do with what you're trying to learn in the first place. They're just sometimes just be put in that position, just be put there. 
um, I was in a lucky situation where even when I was younger, I was I always wanted to go to college. And just from the back end of being young and when you take back history uh, lessons in school and stuff like that, they tell you, look, you know, black people had to fight for the education and stuff like that. So it makes you feel bad when you're younger back in my day. So it's just like, look, I wouldn't go to school because even seeing my grandmother, my dad's mom, when she was, I believe she was like 70 something years old and she graduated from Norfolk State. That was always a dream of her. She was in World War II as a nurse, but she didn't really get to go to school because she had kids and everything like that. But for her to go back to school and get a degree, that was inspiring to all of us as her grandkids. So I remember when I was younger, I wanted to go be a pediatrician and I wanted to go to, that's where Doc comes from. And I wanted to go to, you know, look at all the school options and everything like that. And then I wanted to change my mind into art. And by the time I was almost went to Norfolk State when I was a senior because I was in marching band as well. I always went to Norfolk State, but I was like, that's not really where my heart is. That I started researching more schools and like specialty schools. So I knew I wanted to do graphic design. So that's when I looked at Art Institute, Full Sail in Florida. My mom was like, you know, you're 16, 17, you know, Florida's too far for you right now. Just go to Philly. So I applied to Philly, got there. And I would say the one thing about college, especially if you're going to a school that's specific to what you're doing, then you'll get those special um um professors that are you know in your field that you're looking for you get those connections that you're looking for so if you're not trying to spend the money to go to school if you're not you know don't have it like that or you don't have the, the scholarships or the grants and things like that then okay you know there's online schools that are kind of being more affordable a little bit now there's community college where you can go to but again it's just a matter of even if you just get a certificate or just going to a trade school, vocational school, whatever, you'll need something to fall back on because even if you're trying to be a social media representative for a company, they're still going to ask, do you have a degree though? Or do you have an associate's? Do you have a bachelor's? Um, when I went to school, I got my BA and it made me, it made me fulfilled. Even though I'm a senior accountant and I'm not you know, doing anything with my graphic design degree unless I'm just doing freelance stuff. At least I said that as a backup, so in case I want to do something, because I'm making good money, so I'm, of course I'm staying where I'm at now, but if, in the future, if I want to go work for an ad agency or something like that, at least I have that backup, or if I need to go connect with an alumni you know, community or something like that, at least I have that backup. And also, going to school, you meet so many people, you, you know, you're on your own, you're, you know, finding out yourself as an individual, and that's one thing I liked about college, too, because I was away from home even though I was in the city I was familiar with down from, it was just easier to be, you know, just learning on your own, meeting new friends and having all these experiences. That's the one thing about college that I do love and that everyone should at least experience, even if you're just going to one semester of school. Yeah, especially when you go away, it's the life lessons, it's the, you know, preparation to to get out in the real world. In the real, in the real world, you, you're not living at home with your parents, so no one is telling you, get up, you know, Take a shower, get yourself ready for the day. No one is making breakfast for you. You're, you know, you have to set your alarm. You know, you got a class at 10 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, you know, you need to be up at least by nine o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's those things, you know, it's those things. Um, you know, the college does prepare you, you know, for it gives you a different type of um, experience. It's a whole, like we all are familiar with the show, you know, different world it's a whole different world out there especially when you go away um to school I went to Longwood for undergrad and I went away you know um even though it's still in Virginia I was still about 
what, three hours away from home. Mm-hmm. So I still got that sense of independence. My mom wasn't, you know, telling me, you know, all right, Nikki, it's time to get up. You got to do this. You got to get your day started. You know, this is what you have to get done. You know, it was up to me and me, myself and I to, you know, get up, get my day started, get my homework done, you know, go to work, you know, and, and do all those things. So, yes, again, Yes, you know it's, it's definitely a good experience. Um, but again, like I said, I, I think I'm split down in the middle still, and I feel like you know if you can be you know create your creative self, and you you know you can find a way to capitalize off of that and make money and mm-hmm. do well in that, you know do do that too. Yeah, so- and it's not for everybody because instead of wasting money, you know, just you know, it, it's good that you can people can admit that hey, it's just not for me. But have a backup or something because there's still people that's going to ask if you have some type of certification, uh, experience, even if it's just doing an internship and just getting that experience from there. But it's always good to have that piece of paper just as a security blanket. And it's sad, but especially Black people, we have a lot more to prove. Like there's graphic design agencies in this area, in Hampton Roads area, that I want to apply to. And even with my degree and everything like that, it's just because... Um, you know, let's, let's face it, it's the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at least I had that blanket. So, okay, if there's not a company or something like that, or even I just had to make my own, at least I can have that backup and say, look, this is why I can run this company like this. So, yeah. And while we're on the subject of, of college and things like that, we have to shout out and congratulate all of the graduates, whether you are yeah. graduating from preschool, whether you're graduating from high school, whether you are graduating from the eighth grade, moving into high school, um, whether you're, again, graduating um, from preschool, going into elementary school, elementary going into middle, and of course, high school and college graduates, we have to shout you guys out. My cousin um, just graduated from um, Shawan University, Um at the beginning of May, and then my cousin, um, Marsha Richardson, um, my cousin Kendall, um, Ellison, he just graduated from Norfolk State. Um, this past May, my cousin Amani Ellison, she just graduated from Norfolk, um, I'm sorry, from Virginia State as well. Um, Marsha's celebratory graduation dinner will actually be at home at Newport News on my birthday, June 22nd. So, you know, shout out, you know, to everybody who's graduated. I know uh, one of my friends, um, Mishi, her daughter just graduated high school um, earlier this week. Um, I believe she's going to Rafford University, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, do I know oh, one of my girlfriends, one of my old co-workers that I used to work with, Michelle Bay, her daughter, um, Kayla, just graduated from high school the other day as well. I'm not sure what school she's going to, but I know she's going off to school as well. So, um, you know, definitely cor- congratulations to you all. Uh, we wish the best for you, nothing but success. Um, the future is yours. Yes. And like TCC safe, uh, like TCC safe from here, you can go anywhere. So, um, and um, sadly, I don't, I don't, I forgot who's actually, you know, people that I know that's actually graduating. I forgot who they are. So I'll actually, I'll shout you out next week. Um, and I'm praying my baby goes into the fourth grade. Yes. <laughs> Prayers up to uh, old Jaden. But, um, <laughs> but um, also to, I was supposed to say some of those two people. I forgot already. But anywho, like I said, we're going to continue this conversation. Like I said, I'm giving y'all input so y'all let me know what y'all think about the topic at hand. And um, I'll let y'all hear on the next show what the final outcome is and everything of that nature. 
So everybody, this is the part of the show where, you know, we always have some guests coming to, you know, the FNL home, everyone. So on this episode, we have a very special guest here, people, Santia Bradley, everyone. Um, and she has a makeup line, Go Go Girl Beauty, and Gigi Milan, everyone. So y'all give it up for some Santia up here on the show, everyone. Hello, everybody. Um, All right. Well, we're going to go ahead, Santia, and kick it off. Okay. Um, we're just going to ask you a few questions we want to know, you know, about about Go Go or Go Girl. Is it Go Go Girl or Go Girl Beauty? Well, it's actually Gigi Milan, Go Girl Beauty. Okay. So, Gigi yes. Milan, Go Girl Beauty. Mm-hmm. We want you to just kind of tell us about that and, you know, the vision behind that and everything. First of all, tell us a little bit about Santia Bradley, where you're from. You know, if you're married, you have children, all that good stuff. Tell us tell us about Santia Bradley first. Okay, so I am Santia Bradley, born and raised in Richmond, Virginia. I have three kids, um, 21, 15, and a four-year-old who I lost um, in 2014. Mm, and, yeah, she's my motivation behind this whole makeup line. Her name was Gianna Milan Bradley. We called her Gigi for short. So I decided she was in love with lip gloss. So I decided to kind of, you know, keep the memory alive by opening up this cosmetic line under her name, which is Gigi Milan. And it's been going pretty good. Like I'm, I really, really enjoy doing it, mixing the colors. And every time I make a certain color, which is pink, it always reminds me of her. So it just brings more beauty and more fun to it as I do it. Um, I have one sister, two brothers. I am a middle child. Um, I resided in Richmond, Virginia pretty much all my life. And I just relocated here in Newport News. Shout Bad out to new. Mo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Mo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I kind of like put this thing together sometime last year. And it's funny because when I started it, I started with crayons. And I didn't think myself that I would take it this far. But I found a desire and I fell in love with it. So I decided to just take it further and, you know, make some magical out of it. And hopefully, you know, I can get this and international and everybody can know who I am and you know just don't count me out pretty much (laughs) okay okay well you pretty much answered my first question which was again tell us about the vision and the creation behind girl beauty and Gigi Milan so Mm -hmm. I guess you know Reggie if you want to go ahead and kick it off or the next question yeah definitely all right so you know what Gigi Milan who is your target audience and who was it created for it was actually created for G- Gianna, which is my daughter, who she, which is nine. She's nine years old now. She passed away at four years old. Um, and my targeted audience, um, I'm trying to be on a scale with Keisha Kaor and, you know, pretty much my competitors, which she's my biggest competitor at this point. Um, I'm just following her move and following her drive and, you know, getting new ideas and new experiences as I go along. And 
it's 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 a difficult task because I'm still struggling in certain areas, but the hard part is done pretty much. Like I know how to, you know, make and incorporate all the ingredients that I need, measurements and all of that. So it's 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 like a perfect thing. Store brought product, you guys. You hear me? Store brought product. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So again, I guess to piggyback off of that. So who 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 can wear um Gigi Milan? Is is it the brown? Is it just for the brown girls? No man. girls wear it. There's no color. There's no color or any color, any race. Little girls. I have um lip gloss for little girls, you know, seven, eight year olds is um suitable for them. Very safe. Um it's 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 all natural. No, okay. no added ingredient, you know, in, ingredients or nothing like that. Harsh chemicals, um, dyes, nothing like that. Yes, I did a lot of research to make sure that you know my product stands out a little different from my competitors. So I don't add a lot of the you know the hard chemicals into it. Okay. Yeah. So- have you um, recently participated in any public promotions for your line? So I'm talking about like pop-up shops, exposés. Um, have you set up a kiosk anywhere? Or do you plan on, if you have not done that, do you plan on doing that anytime in the near future? I do plan on doing that in the near future. Um, actually, I'm kind of stuck a little bit because I'm having issues with pricing and trying to pretty much promote my product is kind of been the hardest part for me as far as, you know, trying to get my models and finding people that's willing to, you know, take this thing to the next level. Um, the biggest ins- inspiration that I have when I follow um, Fashion Nova's story and how they came about. And once I followed them and started researching and, you know, following their story, it just pretty much just made me go harder because I know that it can happen. You know, I I don't worry about time. I just know that sooner or later it's going to be out there for the world to see and the world to wear, you know. And I'm just trying to get it there so I can get the feedback that I need and, you know, seeing how things will go if, if and when I do be able to open up a pop shop or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Kind of finding, trying to find a business partner to kind of like, you know, help me with some of the things that I can't remember to do or some of the, like, pricing. The marketing. Yeah, the marketing, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, in the next five years, you know, with the brand, where do you see it taking off to? You know, what's your end goal in the next five years when it's, you know, everything is all successful and everything, how do you want to see it this continue to grow? Um, Once I get this up and running the way that I want to, I'm hoping to merge into, you know, being something like an activist, you know, mm-hmm. where I can pretty much tell my story, you know, because it's, it's a lot behind this Gigi Milan. And it doesn't just stop at, you know, the death of my daughter. You know, is 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 it has a, a big story to it that I know will help a lot of other 
kids or women or you know somebody who's been through the same thing that I've been through so hopefully once I can get Gigi Milan cosmetics you know up and going that would be pretty much my next mission is to be an inspiration okay to others yeah Okay. So I know the Keisha K. Your brand, we, you know, mentioned her name quite a bit um, throughout mm-hmm. this interview. And then also the Creon case, um, those two brands are really, really hot and heavy. Right yes. Now yes. So can you tell us and our listeners, how does um, Gigi Milan Cosmetics, how does that stand apart from your competitor, from, from your competitors? Um, pricing will be lower. You know, it, it wouldn't be, you know, it would be affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, you would still get the same creative colors, the same um, textures of fills of the glosses and the mattes and the liquid um, mattes. And um, it would just have an all natural feel to it, you know, and that's the part that I'm really trying to put out there so everybody can mm-hmm. see the difference, you know, feel the difference, actually. And yeah. Now I know for myself I have tried um and then I and we'll get you to also you know talk about the various colors and things like that a little okay. later mm-hmm. but I know for myself I have tried um Gigi Milan um you did give me a sample great color popping color yeah I know for myself I'm I'm a lip gloss girl I'm a lipstick girl I like something I, I know when I apply my lipstick or my lip gloss, I like for it to stay on throughout the day. Yes. Um, ma'am. you know, I do everybody knows I'm a big, big, big advocate for Herbalife. So I go to Herbalife and you know that about me as well. I go to Herbalife every single morning. So you know when I drink my aloe water, when I drink my tea, when I drink my shake in the morning, um, you know, I like for my lipstick. Or my lip gloss, whichever one I choose to wear that day, I like for it to stay on throughout the day. I may have a little salad throughout the day, you know, drink yes. the water. So you know, all those things, all those things, kind of smear your lip gloss, smear your lipstick. You know, I like for again my lip gloss and my lip um, stick to stay on throughout the day. And the other thing, I love Mac. Everybody knows that I'm a Mac girl to the day I die. Yes. The only <laughs> thing about Mac, and then a certain lip glosses, they do make your skin peel. The skin mm-hmm. pull off of your lips. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say what I loved about Gigi Milan is I did not get that. I wore it and I wore it all day and um, didn't really have any issues with it wearing off. And then the other thing that I liked is my the skin of my lips did not peel throughout yes. the day as well. Um, if you notice, it's still, even any lipstick is some throughout the day between four to six hours is going to have a fade to it or you know you're mm-hmm. going to have to kind of like apply a little bit more to you know kind of put the mask reset. back yeah the yeah. reset right but if you notice once you take it off or wipe it off you still have that moisture to your lips that's what stands out the most when you know when I apply it on my lips, I still feel the moisture within my lips, so it doesn't dry it out. You know that's that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of mats will definitely dry your lips out to the point where you're just constantly putting on chapstick, and you don't want to wear matte or you don't want to wear lipstick for you know about a week or so until so you can get the moisture back into your lips. And that's one good thing about my product: your lips is going to stay moisturized. 
with that product. Okay. Because I know definitely Old Baby by MAC is one of my favorite, favorite go-to lip mm-hmm. gloss. But that yeah. will take, it takes the skin, every single time it takes the skin off my lips and you can see my lips peeling, mm-hmm. you know, the skin peeling throughout the day on my lips every time I wear Old Baby. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, and I'm also working on a lip scrub um, that I actually made about a couple of days ago, and I tried it for myself, and it is awesome. It is very awesome. So I definitely have to pat myself on the back for that one, too. Um, I'm (laughs) going to have samples for those soon. Um, Once I get the packaging and everything together, and, you know, just I think my only thing right now is pricing and promoting. That's those are like the only two things that I'm battling with right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now Monique, you know, because Monique has a crab ball all the time. So Monique has a passion crab ball test. You know, <laughs> has a nice mother, uh, <laughs> crab ball. How could I stay around you? Oh, the time's still clicking. I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I'll, I'll let your pockets uh, answer that question later. So, um, <laughs> but um, so you just mentioned the you know the lip scrubs that you have that you know coming out mm-hmm. soon as well. So are you interested in expanding your brand to other areas? You know, like fingernail polish, lashes, um, body scrubs, or you know body butters, or anything like that. Um, no, I don't think I want to extend it that far. Cause like I said, yeah, you know, I want to be an advocate, like I said, but I want to write a book, you know, and that's probably the thing that I want to do next. I do have the eyeshadow. Um, that's probably as far as I'm going to go with this makeup line is lipstick and eyeshadow and lip scrub. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. I, and I love a good lip scrub, too. So I'm glad you're coming out with that. I love a good lip scrub. Yes. Because as I was making it and, you know, trying it on myself and back and forth and wiping it off and applying more and wiping it off and applying more, my lips was like so dry. So. I decided to do the lip scrub and let's see how this matte feel when all the skin is peeled off of it and it is so perfect. Like I didn't even think it worked. I didn't think lip scrub worked. Like I thought it was something people just wanted to try to sell until I tried it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and you you would be like solely surprised with the ingredients, you know, it's it's homemade stuff that you just basically have in your household and you will be amazed that it's, it's right in your cabinets. <laughs> yeah, and I know you don't like to give out your uh, secrets and your recipes and whatnot. You know, I've asked a few different times. Let me know what it is. You know, you just kind of give me that blank look like, bitch, I done told you. I, I can tell you, me. castor oil. I use castor oil. I incorporate castor oil. Excuse me, and I guess that's as far as you gonna go. That's that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I definitely. Have been using, you know, lip scrubs for the past. I would say for, I guess, for the past like six to seven months now, and it's definitely a good exfoliant, especially um in the winter time. Yeah, I remember you telling me something about a particular lip scrub. You said kind of like dry your lips out a little bit, and you didn't like that product. So I went and researched, you know, how to, you know, when you do the lip scrub. 
it's supposed to peel the skin off, but your lips are also dry. With my lip scrub, it does peel the lips off, but you still have that softness and the moisture to it where it's, it doesn't look so dry, you know? Okay. So. Okay. So next, tell us, give us, give us the names, Um, you know, the names, the, the various names of your colors and things like that. Very interesting. Can you give us a little bit, um, tell us a few of the names that you have for your various lipsticks and lip glosses and kind of tell us how you create, how you come up with um, creating these names, the story behind these names. Um, um, yeah, with the pink all of the pink glosses and mattes, that's going to be Gigi Milan because pink was definitely her favorite color. So I have Gigi Milan pink. I have Majestic Blue, which is the samples that I gave you. Mm-hmm. I have Little Red Riding Hood, which would be all of the reds. I have Cadillac Blue, which is more like a um, a lighter blue. Yeah, maybe like a turquoise kind of like blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Go Girl Gray, which is a, a a dark gray matte, and it is so 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 pretty, Monique. Like you really got to try that one because <laughs> we're almost like the same, you know, skin tone. So mm-hmm. I know which colors will look right, you know, with our skin tone, and that that gray is popping, honey. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and I have um a lot of more colors that I'm getting ready to make up that I'm um researching the recipes to as well because you don't use the same recipe with each color. You know, each color gonna have maybe less of an ingredients or more than an ingredient because you have your um your cooler colors and your warm colors and your you know your basic reds and a lot of the colors are mixed with red, which I just learned too, that to make any color, you have to incorporate red. Wow. Yeah. You have definitely been doing your research, girl. Most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the part of um, our interview process. We always do, um, whenever we interview someone, we always do a segment called Getting to Know. Okay. And so we want to get to know more about Santia Bradley. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is we are going to either ask you a question and you're going to answer it or we're going to make a statement and then you're going to finish that statement. Okay. 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 And so Reggie's going to start it off. Let's see if I'm smart enough to comprehend this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right all right so uh you just want to uh, follow the statement here so when i'm in my zone creating i focus on the color that i'm incorporating okay because <laughs> you got to you know come on gotta have you know her you know she's not telling us how her secret yet for it yeah Using it, you know, on the travel and not and sticks and stuff like that. So keep on with your bullshit. You won't be invited to this Wednesday crab boy. You keep this shit right on that wheel. 
so um Santia, yes. you have you know you you talked about this you talked about the loss of your daughter mm-hmm. so I want you to kind of finish off this statement the okay. people and or person that motivates me to grind and hustle my ass off are my kids okay yes. definitely definitely all right so I enjoy creating beauty products because it's so much fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Okay, all right. Keeping it real. Like, yeah. it's just, the bottom line is just fun. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so next, my guilty pleasure is? Procrastination. Right? <laughs> Don't procrastinate. <laughs> Because Reggie's been procrastinating with hey, that that thing, Google chat. Okay, but that's, that, that's neither here nor there. That's one other step. And we do, we try to keep it light. We try to keep it light and we try to have fun and, and make yeah. you guys laugh. So, like, I really mm-hmm. love what y'all got going on here. I, I would have never thought to do nothing like this. Like, we're full, full free press and promotion right here at the radio. I know that's right. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. So, my favorite TV show is. 90 Day Fiance. Oh, well, I'm not watching it right now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And so, the top five tracks in my playlist are? Um, Kevin Gates, um, um, In God We Trust by Kevin Gates. Um, I have the one, the, the, the girl that sings... Um, Tender Kisses. I can't remember. Tracy Spencer. Okay. Yes. I have um, who else is in my top? Young Blue. <laughs> Ice on My Baby. Um, and Return of the Mac. I don't remember. I don't know his name. But <laughs> yeah, that. His yeah. name, but yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those are definitely my favorite songs, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So tell us uh, where we can find um, Gigi Milan um, if we wanted to place an order. Tell us where we can find the product. That's the problem I'm having, Monique. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out now. Like I did do a web page, but. That was get, it was it was getting too expensive, you know, trying to purchase all of the ingredients and the products and stuff that I needed and paying that it, it just got too much and I couldn't do it. So the page is not currently up anymore. So now I'm trying to find another way to promote it, you know, and order and all of that. Like I have everything that I need. I just don't have pack. I mean, pricing and ordering like that's it. Okay. Yeah, and um, see you, you, you are like one of the first pe- persons that actually tried it on and was able to give me feedback. You know, I don't know what made me ask you to, you know, just test it out and tell me what you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't wear lip. A lot of the people that I know doesn't they they not into makeup and lipstick and things like that mm-hmm. well anybody who knows me knows that i am a makeup girl i have probably been wearing makeup since i was about 12 years old yeah so, <laughs> what you say reggie <laughs> <laughs> we waiting on reggie <laughs> <laughs> so 
anybody who knows me knows that I um you know in my in my real 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 life I would be a um I would be working at at the Mac counter if I could. I anybody know who knows, right, yeah. knows that I love makeup all <laughs> shades. You know, so again, and see that's another thing. I wanted to do something that I wasn't that big into. Like I'm not a I'm not a big makeup person. Like mm-hmm. I'm just learning how to wear you know, matte lipstick and all of that stuff. Um, and I still don't really wear it now, but I just know that's something that a lot of women like and a lot of little girls like the glosses. So it kind of makes it easier for me too that I'm not a big fan of it, but at the same time, I'm able to put it out there for others, to, you know, that does that do like it. Exactly, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So um, do you have any social media or you know anything that you can give out for people that want to reach out to you? Or um, yes, I do have an Instagram. Out. People can go check my Instagram, Gigi Milan nineteen. Um, I have Facebook, which is under my real name, Santia Bradley. Um, I'm trying to. I don't know what else to do after that. I don't know what else to do after that. Like, I'm just going to have... keep it real with the world right now, y'all. I'm struggling <laughs> in a lot of areas, but I got it. Like, just, okay. just bear with me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we all have to start for somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know? So, just like you were telling me, you know, the inspiration behind um, Fashion Over, which I didn't know this until you told me, you know, they only started out with two hundred dollars and yes. look where they are now. Mm-hmm. So you know we all and, and that's the purpose of our show is to promote you know things that are positive. You know, right? And see, I don't want to rush my you know rush it to the point where I'm I'm just putting stuff out there just to do it. Like I really want to yeah. put my heart into it and, and 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 people be satisfied and have satisfaction with it. You know. I don't want to just rush it because I've been working on this, like I said, for about a year now, a little over a year now, and I have came a long way. So I am definitely proud of that. Um, I have a, just a small little couple more steps to go and it will be there. So patience that, you know, I definitely approach you. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And, the one thing I like about this interview too, and I always, you know, tell people who, you know, building their brands and everything like, like that is that, you know, you got to start from somewhere. And what I like about this interview is that you're actually building as you're going and, yeah. you know, and you're admitting that, okay, you know, I'm getting everything together. And that's what will attract people, honestly, because they're like, oh, this is a new brand. Okay. I'm going to be on this because, you know, it's hot, it's new, you know, no one has this yet. So people want for that exclusivity. So yes. that's what I like about this as well. And, um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, me, I have, you know, my background in promotions and advertising and stuff like that. So if you ever need, a, you know, some help or whatever, or even, you know, here on FNL all the time, you can always come on, shop the brand out if you need to, you know, whatever you got going on. You know, we got you up here, so. Oh, thank you, guys. Like, yeah. I'm so overly excited. Just, like, I'm holding you to that, though. Oh, yeah. Def- definitely. Don't let Monique and her um stories fool you about uh, Google <laughs> I'm so struggling I, in some areas that I'm going to keep standing until somebody say, well, I will help you. I will help you. Yep. I'm struggling, people. So if you can help me, help me. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, yeah definitely keep putting in that work. And yes. I and I can take constructive criticism. So don't be too scared to tell me if something ain't right. 
So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because um, I, I have, like I said, I've been doing promotions and stuff for a long time, including you know doing the show and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, one built brand in particular, Monique frowned upon me every time I mention it. But um, <laughs> shout out to Bad Boy. So you know, okay. I have my 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 stepping stones in doing this. So yeah, we definitely help you out here on the show and everything like that, and you know, just behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Okay. And one thing I love what you said about the fact that you know, <clears throat> you know, it's still it's still a work in progress. Most and definitely, you don't want to rush and just put things out there just to put things out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, you definitely want good reviews as 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 is anyone else who is building a brand and has products out there. But you definitely want to put your heart and your soul, Most definitely. you know, into yeah. it. And it definitely has a meaning behind it, yes. a great meaning, a great story behind it. But yeah. again, like you said, you don't want to rush and just be putting things out there just to put things out there and then sell and then people feel like they you know they lost yeah yeah Yeah. and it was pretty much a scam and a fraud or something like that and then get all these bad reviews so you know you support you back yeah like i said for me it's not too much about the money part you know i i really do enjoy doing it and i know i'm doing it for a purpose you know and the purpose is the the love of my daughter, you know, and yes. I couldn't have thought of nothing better to keep her memory uh, alive. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Yes. But that, that alone, you know, I feel like that's big enough for me, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, again, a beautiful message behind the brand. You know, the, I saw some of the colors. You know, Monique showed me, you know, she tried on the two. She ain't tried with the crab ball, so I don't know if again. <laughs> you, know, she, you gotta try with the crab ball. And we learned now that you've been wearing makeup since 12 years old. So, um, <laughs> shout out to R. Kelly. Oh, don't do that. You took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, R. Kelly wasn't around when you was wearing your makeup, was he? You know what? Reggie is very inappropriate. So, I'm not sure, Santi, if you would like to come back on this show. Just, you can contact me. You got my information. No, contact y'all need to add a third party. Let me be y'all third party on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's Santi. No damn, because I don't get the church split two ways, so we damn so ain't split up three ways. Oh my goodness! So, anywho, never mind. I'll see anywho over there real quick. How when I said something about the money, you owe me. Yes, and I was I was so weak off of that when I was listening to the um pop, the ones you sent me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But it got it made me know you a little bit more because I didn't even know you talk like that, honey. I was like, okay, Monique. Like, babe. You 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 never know. <laughs> I know what my co-worker says that is the favorite part of the show. It was. When, that was when, like when Reggie and I go back and forth. You know, sometimes you just gotta check a nigga. You gotta chit check a nigga and put him in his goddamn place, especially when he is stealing from you. <laughs> Just checking this with a visible check. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> anywho, so uh, but definitely, definitely, everyone. So again, I'm gonna have the information. I'm gonna you know put in the show description. Um, okay. and then also have it you know on my social media as well, people. So Santia Bradley, again, thank you so much for coming on this show. Yes, um, thank most, you. Opinions uh, about me, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll check in with you soon, everybody. So thank you again. All right, you guys. But 
Um, but I'm gonna get into our what Monique, what you call the new segment now? What we're watching. What we're watching. All right, so here we are kicking off our what we're watching segment right now, everybody. So yeah, so Black Ink Chicago. Say a couple things. I appreciate the way that you all have welcomed me into your group. I know how important your family is and that you share everything. And I did this on purpose. Family was here. I didn't think I could feel this way about another person at this stage of my life. I love you. I'm gonna ask you, you would marry me. Wait this second, I'm just like giddy, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm like what the is going on? I want to take this. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, oh, now, you didn't say the part where she was like, "Fuck that bitch, Trina." <laughs> oh wait, now let's we gotta get into that clip, everybody. So y'all hold on one second while I get into that clip for you all real quick too, because. That episode now was something very special. Um, let me get into it here. Just had the clip. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Um, um, da, 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 da. I know they reach from my phone. I literally just had it. I didn't pull it up this way. Try this then. Got it now. Okay. Sean! 
And then um, let's not get people uh, where she was um, basically about to smack the shit out of people on the show, people. Um, let me see if I pull that clip up here. So yeah, so for those of you who don't know what that was, um, the season fin- or the series finale of Braxton Family Values aired this past Thursday, and so um, <laughs> so it ended with you guys know last Thursday they went on a trip for take they took a birthday trip. Um, to Napa Valley. It was supposed to be for Tamar's birthday. Pretty much um, things had gone awry um, when Tamar got there and found out that Tony got the best room. Um, she took, took um, Tamar took issue with the fact that the guys were um, teaching her, her boyfriend David how to um, roll dice. Um, Tracy's husband Kevin he gave all of the men, he bought cigars for them. Tamar stated that it was ghetto. Um, she put her hand up in his face while he was talking. Basically, she was cutting across him, telling him basically that the company, um, th- those men pretty much were, were not of his caliber. And, you know, he doesn't run in that type of circle. Whatever he does, he has multi-million dollar clients. And so they frowned upon um, rolling dice. They frowned upon um, smoking a little cigar. So uh, pretty much Tony had a conversation with her and told her, you know, how disrespectful and rude she was to that man. Um, she did end up having a um, conversation with him and apologized for her behavior and her treatment towards him. Uh, let's see. Tracy um, is still harboring feelings from 29 years ago with this whole issue of um, when her sister signed the contract with, I guess it was the Face Records or whomever they signed this contract with. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy was unable to sign the contract because she was pregnant. So they gave her an ultimatum. You either sign, the, you um, either, I guess, abort your baby and, um, once you do that, you're able to sign the contract and, you know, and pretty much uh, perform and, and 
pretty much have your rights back to the group, um, the Braxtons. So Tracy and we, um, this has been pretty much however long this show has been going on. This has always been um, her issue with them. And she thinks, or she feels as if because of that situation, it's, it's kind of catapulted this whole um, situation where they just don't respect her at all. Um, She's always an afterthought to them. Um, not only because of this situation with the with the whole singing and the contract, but just in everything they do in their everyday life, she's always been an afterthought. She's been the you know the first what the first season, um, mm-hmm. when they had the titles of of each of each <laughs> sister, they titled her the wannabe. Yeah. Um. Basically, they had an issue with her weight. They had an issue with the way, um you know, she wore her hair, just various things like that. So um, what I don't get and what I don't understand is, um, you know, to me, Tracy was the winner out of the situation. I mean, you have a very successful marriage. You've been married for 29 years. Um, You have a son who's healthy. He's thriving. He's doing very well. Um, she has the cutest little grandson. Yeah. So to me, it's it's a it's a win win situation. I mean, look at these girls. You, you know that 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 first that album with those Braxton girls. That that album probably sold twenty copies. If <laughs> and then you know they all. It's not like they got rich and made a whole bunch of money off of it. Then that's pretty much the reason why they had to go and same back up for Tony. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it ain't like you out here filing for bankruptcy every three, four months. They get snacks and awards and grammys and shit from you. They um look at look at Tawanda. They say every time you turn around, she in the news, you know, on some social media website, they slapping liens, you know, tax liens and levies against her. <laughs> Tracy, I mean, um, Trina, here she go with all her drunken mug shots and all that crazy stuff. And when her and Gabe was on your on your on Ayala. I mean, to me, it's a win when you you won to me, or whatever. But they still just don't respect her in the manner in which they should. And I get that, not understand that. I kind of hate <laughs> to see them treat her that way. But to me, in the end, bitch, you won. Yeah. So that was um. Again, that that has been her storyline since day one, and it's kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, are you gonna pick a new, you know, something to talk about now? But again, it, it you know it's her hurt, it's her pain, and they always scoot around it because always like okay now you know you should be over this. But some people just take a little longer to you know get over things, and you know so Tracy, you know, and we share the same birthday, so shout out to April second babies. But Tracy, you know, you might just you know you don't you know not that you have to let it go, but if no one's going to really apologize still for it. You know, like Kevin said, you gotta speak up. Like you, a little older now. You probably like forty eight. If um, Tony's like fifty one, you probably like forty nine. It is about time you probably speak up at this point in your life and just say, "Look, I feel this way because I couldn't do this. I couldn't go out on tour with y'all. I had to, you know, I wanted to be a mother, and y'all made me have to choose. Well, the label made her have to choose. But again, Tony, I mean, um, Tracy, don't take that on your sisters. That was more so the business aspect of it." Your sisters were still there for you. Even when they tried to be there for you, you know, you kind of made a little fool sometimes when, you know, you had, you know, Tony asked you to be her backup singer and you was out here doing wrong choreography, doing jumping jacks and shit for stage. (laughs) The choreography. So it's like, it's not that he hasn't given you chances, but 
you know, because you weren't out there, sometimes you have to prove yourself a little more than the other sisters. So, you know, that's her where she ran into her issue at. But again, this going to roll into the next season, and Tamar don't want no parts of the show. Um, Sean up there just wanted to be on the camera for every reason. That's Juan's <laughs> new boyfriend. Hell, even Tra- uh, Tamar just posted this video for Logan's sixth birthday, which was the other day. And here, first person in the video on the roller coaster, Sean. So yeah, we, yeah. Nigga, you got your own arterial motives. You don't bit more like Tawanda than Andre like Tawanda. Um, Shout out to Tony calling uh, Sean Andre at the damn dinner. <laughs> so, yeah. And so then also, uh, Hustle and Soul, which is another one that we're watching. They um had their season finale. You guys know that comes on right after um the Braxton's comes on We TV. <sighs> so what can we say about Mr. LP? So um you guys know this whole season, this is what the se- th- this is the third season. So this season it basically talked it, it was basically focused. The focus was um with the pink teacup villa in Miami. So pretty much um <laughs> he gave uh, what's her Anna Anna gave her pretty much kind of control over the Miami store. So you mm. know when the first um at the beginning of the season she had hired some new faces around there. She hired the girl um Anika who was a former stripper and believed that she was still a stripper. And every time she <laughs> around, she was taking her clothes off. She was twerking on top of the customers. You know, just really, really inappropriate. Yeah, it's Cola down there. She was supposed to have been um, the lead bartender there. They had, they had Mama Blue, a.k.a. Nikki. <laughs> she was a host. The twins were down there. Um, in the middle of the season, we saw where um, Pink Teacup Brooklyn was um, was an issue. Um, there was some what some leaking coming from the roof, coming from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was everybody had to vacate. So Thandy pretty much was left without a job. Somehow or another, Anna got her to come on down to Miami. So. <laughs> What it sounds like is, I guess, Anna had her own type of situation, her own type of plan. Um, Lawrence presented her with a prenup, basically stating that if he cheated on her, she would not try to take him for everything he was worth. So um, when Thandy got down to Miami, Lawrence seemed to think that Anna obviously had her own, you know, arterial motives for inviting her. He thought it was some type of setup. According to Thandie, Lawrence is always going to be her end game. She can side up with mm-hmm. if she wanted to, but Lawrence is always going to be her end game. So, um, pretty much, so what was the LP went to um, do a segment on the Steve Harvey show? Anna had a uh, had a realtor come in from from I guess Atlanta and yeah. signed some paperwork to um open up to basically lease a building and open up a pink teacup restaurant in Atlanta. And so Thandy, you know, she did this in front of Thandy, but then she swore um swore Thandy to secrecy. So basically when LP gets back from um I guess California, Anna tells him the news and basically it looks like he- <laughs> 
<laughs> they like him and Anna and Sandy all this type of three way relationship, yeah. which they've always been. But I guess then Anna <laughs> is comfortable with type. it and is out in the open, all of this uh-huh. kissing on the mouth. It was <laughs> very disturbing. <laughs> so, yeah. um, that was that. So we'll see. I guess that's going to be their storyline and their plot line for um, season what four of mm. Hustle and Soul. And so then Black Ink, Black Ink Chicago, the new season, which I can't tell you guys what season this is. It aired this past <laughs> Tuesday on VH1. So a quick recap. Um, so pretty much it's the same old, same old. Ryan has another shop in which he says the same fucking thing every season. This new shop, um, he ain't gonna be with no bullshit. This is a place of business. Ain't no bitches and strippers gonna be running around all up and through. Um, ain't no goddamn fighting in this new shop. You gonna come to work, you gonna be dressed appropriately, and you gonna work the entire time you're there. Ain't gonna be no drunk motherfuckers walking around. Ain't gonna be no wild ass parties thrown in this shop. So pretty much um, right down the hallway is the old nine mag um, and that's being run by Van and it's the same old two step with him. Everybody in there drunk as a bitch. Um, ain't no goddamn tattoos being done. Shaheen <laughs> is in there assed out, titties out. Van <laughs> is now hustling his Chicago gorilla line. He got that drunk bitch um, who now wants to be referred to by her government Latifah. <laughs> she folded and refolded t-shirts. Um, and he got her doing all this because he can't stand her ass, um, because she's still fucking with Lily's bitch ass. Uh, four, he does an interview with Charmaine down to the radio station and he addresses the breakdown that he had last season. And he talks about his mental health issues. Charmaine tells him that Nikki has been all over the ground with 50 Cent. And uh, four states that he hasn't seen it. And he also feels he also, he hasn't seen these videos of um, Nikki posted up in a strip club with 50 Cent. He also states that he feels as if Nikki only showed him a little bit of love after his breakdown for clout. And she really wasn't concerned about his world bring about his well-being Rachel and her eyebrows she have a sit down with Ryan and she tells him if it were her Van would not have anything to do with Nine Mag at all let alone run the old um let alone running the old Nine Mag Four shows up at the new Nine Mag because he has a client to tattoo and he wants to do the tattoo at the new Nine Mag shop um that nigga rings the doorbell and he's told to wait outside the door and then um when he is let in, he can't speak to Ryan directly. Whitefish, she presents him with um, <laughs> she's the new receptionist, the new receptionist at the new Nightmag. She presents for um, for his ass with the contract, which states in addition to the weekly booth rent that he has to pay, he will now have to pay Ryan ten percent of his um, what he makes on all of his tattoos. Four doesn't sign the contract, and he ends up doing the tattoo at the old Nightmag. Lily and a drunk bitch, um, Latifa. <laughs> They show up at the old nine man's party. They get into it with a nigga that I don't know who the fuck he was. And then true Lily fashion, she calls the nigga a nigga. And of course, and of course she was put out the party and the shit ended from there. Um, This Wednesday, we all have been talking about it. Chasing Atlanta's reunion show comes on. And again, the King of Reeves, Justin J. He'll be hosting the reunion. Now they say the girls was knucking and bucking and ready to fight. (laughs) To the point that they didn't even finish the reunion. I got a feeling those hoes was trying to be the dog shit out of um, Lauren England, also known as Jaylon Aaron, as they do pretty much every reunion. Um, <laughs> as you guys know, I will be having a reunion watch party. The crowd
prayer board will be definitely in effect. It's going to be here at my house. Um, Queen Sugar, shut the hell up. That was my husband talking about it's not. <laughs> Queen Sugar, Queen Sugar, the new season premieres this Wednesday on the OWN Network. I have not been keeping up with this show at all. I have not seen this show since the first season. I used to watch the show religiously the first season, and then when the second season came through, I began missing episodes, and I missed um, so many episodes to the point I was lost when I tried to catch up on it. Every season, I say I'm going to catch up and I don't, but from what I can tell thus far, it seems like Nola has written a book and she's spilling a lot of tea and a lot of secrets in this book, which apparently is a huge embarrassment and a betrayal to the family. But the yeah. one thing that remains constant is the goddamn Ralph Angel. He is still <laughs> fine as fuck. Um, Pose season two of Pose, which moves into the 90s, um, that airs on this coming Tuesday, which is June the 11th, uh, which is one of my friends and my sorority that I have known since the first grade, Akira, is her birthday, so happy birthday, boo. Um, shout out to her, Akira McFarlane. But you guys know Pose airs on FX. Um, I did watch this season two trailer. Did you watch that, Razzy? I did, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's definitely going to be a watch. Season two is definitely going to be a watch. If you have not seen season one, it's still time to get your entire life. Season one is available on Netflix. And um, season three of Love After Lockup that premieres on this Friday, June 14th. Mm-hmm. Um and we and uh, we talked about um when they see us. We talked about this last week on our show, but I watched it again today when I came home from work. And it's definitely a must see if you guys have not seen it. Um, it's about the um Central Park Five, those um five black males that were um wrongfully accused and charged and sent to prison. Um, for a crime they did not commit um, the white woman she was jogging in Central Park and she was raped and those um, five five men were accused, were wrongfully accused of her rape so um, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a must watch um, what else you got Reggie for um, what we're watching um, well that's it for now because that's the only thing I've, uh, I'm just now catching up on um, when they see us so I just watched the first two episodes I'm pissed off, so I'm gonna watch the um, final two probably tomorrow. Um, so, but that's what we have with the um, what's the name of this damn topic again? Watch with us. <laughs> what you said, Rich? My husband is up here asking me, interrupting me, asking me what his damn <laughs> names are. What you say? I missed that whole thing. What's the name of the topic? The show? Uh, the segment again? What we're watching? For what we're watching? Talk that TV talk with Reggie and Doc. I mean Reggie and Monique. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me bipolar so uh but yeah so then we'll have more next week people to talk about like the conclusion of yala piss my life in the mitchell family and more so it's definitely got updated next week everybody oh. real quick with the foolishness express story people so what in the oral hell is going on right here in these streets people so dr william weaver a presbyterian minister in new jersey has been accused of using oral sets among methods to extract evil from men so he has served as the pastor in the city of Linden for the past 39 years in Linden Presbyterian Church. So in January, he was uh, set to attend an internal church trial for accusations by three men of what the church called a multiple acts of um, sexual conduct. So what- so what one of the things when the guys said that um, Mr. Weaver um, would come into um, 
his off with a uh, guy said he was coming to his office seeking counseling from him when he was 20 years old um he said that he uh, had a soothing voice and after a straight relationship with his father he um and his stepmother and dropping out of college and moving out of his family's home he dealt with abandonment issues and was dating his soon-to-be ex-wife and became a member of the church so he said at one of the sessions with weaver in his out in the house owned by the church the minister will open a suitcase that contained feathers assorted stones buckeyes a magnetic strip and angel coin and ziploc bags so he says that um according to him the minister would then place a series of the stones around him beginning at his feet and then lining upwards towards his chest he says i was told that for him to get everything out of me i needed to lay completely still to not move the stones on my feet he would then take out the feather and scan my body from my neck to my stomach now that's ticklish he said that then he then wrote um that he ordered um the man to open his mouth upon which the minister would place his mouth on top of his and swirl his tongue around to see if he had anything in his mouth or throat so then um the young man said that one session led to another and with the minister eventually engaging in oral sets he would then ingest my ejaculate and then would spit up multiple pieces of plastic or um okay to show that the uh, church is nasty. And then another nasty thing, too, which is very disturbing. Was this minister's name Eddie Long? <laughs> Not, uh, rest, well, I guess rest his soul, I don't know. But um, also the next one is that a uh, Louisiana um, deputy allegedly forced a mother to perform oral sex on her one-year-old son. He said that was his uh, fantasy and that for whatever reason, and I guess to go by the court of the law, but Jones is charged with uh, the name is the man's name is Shadrick Jones, who's forty two years old, coerced Aisha Todd, twenty six, to perform oral sex on her infant son while it was recorded on Thursday afternoon. So the officer has been charged with principal to first degree rape and possession of child porn, while the mother has been charged with first degree rape and incest. So the video of the incident was sent to an unnamed woman on Facebook. She immediately showed the police, and from there. The rest is history. And he actually, uh, the officer called out of work on Friday saying he had a family emergency, but yet he was arrested around 11 p.m. that night and his job as the deputy was terminated immediately. So this infant has been placed in the care of Child Protective Services after the incident and is now with his grandmother. So right now there's no bond set for either the woman or for um, the officer, which is definitely very crazy. So I, damn. What in the world are we going into, people? And also, too, people, notice we didn't talk about the R. Kelly thing, because like we said, every week there's going to be more, some more shit that comes out. And, of course, there were some more videos or some more videos that's out there, according to people, saying that, you know, he had multiple videos of him engaging with multiple young women and saying that they're like his trophies. So we're not going to talk about that sick shit tonight as well, people. But anywho... We definitely have covered a lot for you all tonight, people. Um, we definitely have to give a... Um, let me see. We, we talked about all the stories that you needed to talk about and everything like that. And we have to give a great... Um, just a great shout-out to Santia Bradley for even calling to the show, promoting her um, brand, Gigi Mulan, everybody. So we're going to give you all the information as well in the description of this show. So thank you, Santia, for coming out to the show and dealing with our crazy yes, asses. Yes, yes, <laughs> But again, people, we thank you all so much for tuning in and y'all can listen to us. And oh, also to the contest for Love, Sex, and Marriage, everybody. So don't forget about that. Um, and then, like I said, people, you can... Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FNL Radio. Uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play uh, Podcasts. 
Prince, I'm gonna knock your ass out. I don't, uh, sorry, people. Uh, my cat just knocked out his water bowl yet again. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell y'all he's not gonna be drinking any water anytime soon. So, anywho, shot the Peter. But also, uh, you can listen to us on uh, other streaming uh, services as well that you listen to your podcast at. Follow me online, Mr. Doc on uh, Twitter, MRDOC. Instagram, MR underscore DOC. Monique on Twitter at CookieLove1980. And everyone, thank you all again so much. You'll have a great rest of y'all week, everyone. Don't bust people's heads for bottles. Use your words, people. Use your motherfucking words. And we will check y'all out next time, everybody. Oh, real quick, too, people. Black Music Month. So we got to have some hits, uh, some fat, uh, some little um, tidbits real quick. Lisa Left Out Lopez burnt down Andre Risen's house after she didn't have a pair of shoes found in her closet. And she put them niggas' um, shoes in the bathtub, lit the shit on fire. And the rest is history from there. So that is your day in musical history, people, for Black Music Month. But uh, again, we'll check out next week. And uh, y'all have a good rest of your night, everyone. And peace. Peace.